Sexual Podcast, baby! Sex, seduction, and betrayal. Sensual, controversial, available. All this and more in an all-new episode of Real Movies with Real Men. Hey! My name's Andy. With me, as always, controversially retarded, Muller. Uh, uh. <laughs> Point proven with us as well. Sensual and available, handsome gentleman. Only, though, Brayden. Uh... No, don't do that, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Don't steal my jokes. <laughs> and joining us today, available to anyone, anyone, returning guest, yeah. Richard. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Richard has been with us a long time, longer than I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have known him for many years, and I have many stories, to which I like to tell, hopefully, a humiliating one every time he's on. Every time. Um, long time ago, I'm going to guess sometime <laughs> around 2004-ish, when we used to go to a Warp Tour, a little punk rock festival. Not really anymore. It's pretty shitty now. But uh, we would always go to my... It's out in Vancouver, and we'd always uh, spend the night at my brother's house, who lived close to Vancouver at the time. So one time, there was a whole bunch. It was basically like an overnight party. A bunch of people partying, getting drunk, and sleeping there. And our buddy's band, who actually listens to this show, his band at the time, 22 Hookers, they played punk rock music, mostly about pornography and other lewd topics. And showgirls. All oh. I want to do yeah. is Spoiler fuck. Spoiler alert. Hey. <laughs> All I want to do is fuck. Yeah. There's a nice little plug for a defunct band. Um, so they actually played at my brother's house like the night before a warp Tour in Vancouver. And this was back in the time. I think all my stories so far about Richard has been on this podcast about him not having any money to get drunk and doing stupid yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> or to get a measly Youth. amount of cash. And my brother, who, whose lawn was just out of control at the time, was like, hey, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll buy you two 40s <laughs> for 10 bucks at the time. I'm really. pretty sure I propositioned him. Probably. <laughs> uh, to, mow his, to mow his lawn. I think he did like a crummy job mowing the lawn just to get two yeah. 40s of Colt so 45. And I think you drank one just normally, just kind of casually for a couple yep. hours or whatever. And then our buddy Jerry, who's known to just get yeah, people, the party started get people real drunk at shows, was like, was it? He was beer bonging like with a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, he he's a drinker. And he convinced, he's a bit of an animal, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he still is. And he convinced <laughs> wow. you to uh, pound it to beer bong your second forty yeah. just. Just the whole thing. I didn't actually the see that, so I don't know the details of that. drunk enough to drink the second one like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> is a, is, so what, is a 40 like harder alcohol? Four, or malt like, liquor. A 40 it's ounce 40 ounces, so it's a lot of liquor. Uh, okay, it's just a lot of liquor. It's just like Old a big English bottle. 45. Cool. Good thing we have a guy here who doesn't drink to translate. <laughs> I assume people... You're the one who didn't know. I assume people yeah, knew what a 40 was. Anyway... Uh, so Richard drank this, and he was basically a ticking uh, time bomb yeah, as to when he was just going to shut down. <laughs> uh, so our buddy's band plays, as I mentioned, 22 Hookers. It's just in my brother's basement. And this, this, the room that they played was like basically a skinny hallway with some laundry machines yep. at the back of it. Uh, and at this point, Richard's just fucked. Like, <laughs> just uh, completely <laughs> out of it. I to just, be a part of the party. Just uh, kind of <laughs> fucked. Sitting like, in the closet. Uh, my buddy's band played, and it's, of course it's super loud. It's just this tiny hallway, and it's a band with like you know, are, are there big amps and drums and shit? Uh, and and there's enough people that like little mini mosh pits started to occur in yeah. this this tiny hallway that's I don't know, like maybe ten feet wide, maybe. 
Uh, and Richards, I don't know whether you planted yourself there or if someone moved you there, remember. but basically you're hunched over in like closet. a 20, and kind of in a closet, but yeah, kind of into the hall. the are open and I'm kind of uh, in the closet. Hunched, like hunched over a, a like a 20 gallon bucket because <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably just puking just little bits yeah, periodically as this mosh pit just like bumps up against yeah, people kept bumping <laughs> into you, falling no, over next to my puke bucket. No sympathy from any of the no. rest of us. I thought it was hilarious. I was, I was like, this is it. the funniest thing, just seeing him awesome. just a out. vegetable, basically. And then I woke up uh, on a lawn chair cushion, laying down. <laughs> the band had stopped, and there Outside. was water, I think a big gulp full of water next to me, and a fan blowing on me, and I was like, this is the nicest oh, thing someone, ever. I don't know who did that. Someone <laughs> must have taken care did, of it. I don't know who did it, but somebody took care of me. Was that the same show where you were passed out beside like a huge speaker? Or was that a different one? Was that a story you told me anyway? Uh, he got super drunk and passed out, and his head was like right against this <laughs> huge. I, I don't remember that. This sounds similar to this. That's essentially what this is, because even if I don't, your head wasn't right beside your speaker. You got to no. imagine that there's these loud amps and a, like an a amp, drummer yeah. playing, uh, and in a tiny little hallway in my brother's basement. This isn't like this isn't like a proper venue. This is just my brother's tiny base laundry room, basically. Yeah. So it's going to be real fucking, it doesn't really matter how close you were to the amps. <laughs> Hilarious. I have hearing awesome. problems now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I drive, uh, I'm changing the channels here a little bit here. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, um, I mean, that's no, the story. Not, so. not, not a drunken that's one. That's what I'm like. Um, I'm drunk so, right now. So you guys, I mean, you guys have seen this, but I, I occasionally I drive around this classic uh, this classic car, a, 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 six, a 60 Pontiac Laurentian. Um, it's one of those big fish fin kind of cars that I've, you know, worked on forever. And sometimes, uh, you know, a pretty common thing to do when you, uh, when you drive like a really nice car or something that you wouldn't want to see scratched is you'll park in a parking spot like diagonally. Like oh, you'll take, you'll take up two spots. Such a dick move. Two spots. It's not a dick it's move. It's totally a dick, dick move. move. It's such it a dick is. move. It depends on how packed the parking lot is. Because if it's like a mostly, it, Park if in it's a somewhat, spot. if it's a somewhat empty parking These lot, these motorhomes going to the back of the Walmart parking lot, <laughs> taking up multiple spots because they're on a vacation. What a bunch of dicks! It's like, yeah, they're just lines, man. Like they don't, they don't really mean that much. Sure. Yeah. It depends on how packed it is. Like if it's just yeah, some whatever Walmart parking Who's lot. Who's vacationing a park at the Walmart? Have you not like, been to Walmart recently? Yeah, if you have not been to Walmart, there's always people <laughs> yeah. in motorhomes, yeah, like you know, who are clearly well, don't live here. Well, they're probably just traveling, and they're like, well, we need to sleep somewhere yeah, we, for the night. Let's that's a thing that big, Walmart and Walmart lets you sleep in the parking lot for overnight. Because they know that you'll buy probably buy something in the morning <laughs> yeah. when you wake up. It's Thanks, smart. Walmart. Or you just have to stop, and you've been driving for ten hours. Like, oh, I'm going to get some groceries, and maybe we'll stay here for like a few hours and just freaking relax for anyway a bit. Um, it's a Walmart. Uh, tell us more about, so, tell about us more Walmart. About Walmart. <laughs> so I, ca I came back to my car with a note on it that said, learn how to park or don't drive. Nice. Uh, that yeah. was me. Awesome. <laughs> I support that. Or don't this, drive. I guess I'm done driving. This piece of shit was going, around, going around leaving crappy notes on nice classic cars. I cannot imagine what type of prick is going around leaving this sort of note I, I, I'm completely without words. You know what? I'm kind of with, as much as I, I'm like, I don't have a problem with you, your little parking thing, whatever. It doesn't bother me at all. It is funny to leave someone a note, though. Leave a note I, I might just, just start note. doing that. An anonymous that. thing. Hey, just I realize you're a piece of notes. shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice, just draw a big wiener on, nice, <laughs> on a post-it note and boom. Put it in the windshield. Nice rims, loser. I might start doing this. It is the, mo it is the most cowardly thing that you could ever do. Cowardly or funny? It's more cowardly 
than leaving an anonymous YouTube comment. There's nothing more cowardly than leaving a note on someone's car. Yeah, they can be. I don't know. I think it's well. This wasn't funny. very funny at all. Yeah, it wasn't nice rims, idiot, or like nah, you're too young great. to be driving an old car. Yeah, it's still it was pretty like, funny because it works you up. Like you're telling the story <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. Now you being upset about it is funny. They That's won. the funny part. They yeah, well, they're, they're not watching the podcast. What are they getting you out of this? It's, it's, you don't know how upset they're getting or not. It's the, it's the moral victory. For they all don't this, necessarily see it. But sorry, they what, know. Did, what did the note say? Learn how to park or don't drive. First off, Good you didn't say learn how to park, you dipshit. You said learn how to... You didn't say learn how to drive or don't drive. You said learn how to park or don't drive. Well, which one is it? Do you want me to learn how to park or do you want me to learn how to drive, you idiot? Parking's part of driving. They make you do driving. it in the test. Yeah. There, there's a reason signals? that it's called parking and not driving. They invented two words for it because they're two different things. It, well, parking's a subset all, of driving. All parking is driving, not all driving is yeah, parking. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like if... <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's a great summary. It's like if the note said, uh, uh, learn how to turn or don't drive at all. You'd be like, well, turning's not driving. That's <laughs> <laughs> a part of it. It's That's exactly not. what I was about to say. Yeah. Right. I'm with this person. Moving on, they're right. No, the, more importantly, I heard you parked was, like an ass. Was this note done in cursive? <laughs> it <was a> <laughs> so nice. Yes, it was. <laughs> so, it was so, a cursive note. There you go. So some piece of shit. Yeah, this guy's boomer. a piece that of shit. That was a baby boomer who wrote piece that. Piece of shit, baby boomer. And usually baby boomers love, because they love seeing this young guy drive around in an old car. Like, oh, I remember that was like in my day. I like how you're shitting cars. on them for liking, <laughs> liking something that you, that you do intentionally. Yeah, they always wave at you and shit. You're basically getting the attention you wanted when with driving yeah. around in a car like that, and now you're getting pissed off at them for <laughs> now it. Now you're appropriating something they, they, from their yeah, culture. They always wave at you and nod at you, or like flash their lights or something. Faces. They're so they're so happy to see you like reliving their culture, and I'm just like, I put a Bluetooth stereo in here, you stupid piece of shit. It's not even stock. What do you not think of that? Stock. That's blasphemy. Yeah, yeah. They don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know I got a, a speaker next uh, to me I, listening there... to modern music. <laughs> I'm not listening to CCR. I got CDs in here. Yeah, I got. <laughs> I got Winamp. <laughs> One time I was uh, I was listening to CCR with my dad in his truck, and uh, did some baby boomers really like cranked? And uh, we stopped at a stoplight, and some young people in a car next to us were like, oh, "I like this nice music, old man." <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? That's awesome. I'm all for that. Yeah, these guys sound great. And I was like, I don't know if they're serious. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Serious or not serious, I like them either way. You quickly switched it to Night Call from the Drive soundtrack. But no, we're cool, man. Like, we're, we're cool. No, that's what I... Uh, if you leave a note, you're a piece of shit. Other than the cursive, I'm all for this note that they left you. Even though I'm with... Even though I have no problem with how you parked, I'm still all with I, the note I think that you. the thing that... Iri what, what irritates me about it, or the, the irony of it, it's... It's because like, they got you. No, Look it's, at be this. it's they because got you. this is an advanced move. This is not a beginner's move. Advanced the, move. Like it's like it's like going to the the air show and the guy does like ten backflips and he screws one up and you're like, learn how to fly. And it's like I'm not doing beginner shit here. You're comparing your diagonal park job to doing backflips in yeah, yeah. Cause, cause I'm not I'm not sitting here in a Honda Civic parking. No, that parking. comparison, like doing backflips, oh, you have to compare. Like <laughs> it would be like if you did one of those like like. If you slid into a parallel park, that would be like that comparison too. But this just sounds like you parked. No, but the point Parking's is that I not advanced. I, I didn't, especially parking. I didn't wrong. pull two into spots. <laughs> parking <laughs> across two spots is definitely not advanced. I didn't pull into the parking lot and then try to turn into a spot. It's like, oh, I missed it and I accidentally parked in two. Oh well, I don't know how to park. I don't know how to drive. It's like, no, I walked in and I'm like. 
I'm going to park diagonally because I don't want the person next to me to open their car door and, and hit my car and yeah, ding nobody it. does. Here's the way I see it. They do that all the time. That's why this was invented. This is why people park diagonally. As the kind of person that sees a car like that and says, what a fucking asshole. Um, you see, you so, see classic nice cars and that's yeah, what you think. fuck your classic bullshit. I'm not, I'm not talking about looking at some guy in some dumb truck Your car truck is not more important than my car. It's not. It is more important. Nope. It's a piece uh, of history. So it's a car, man. I see it, and I go, it's that asshole thinks of his vehicle is cares. more important it than It is more important than your and car. It it's absolutely more important. I can get a collector's plate on it. The government won't issue you that, you idiot. Come on, Brayden, give me my collector's plates. Yeah, you're uh, the you're one getting notes. This is like, just, just admit that it's something you... You like to do drive around in a flashy car. I always hate when people try and justify it with like, "Well, it's a piece of I'm I'm honoring a piece of history or whatever bullshit it's, thing." It's, it's like, now you just like doing it. It is just I'm sure I do just like doing it. But if you're gonna say it's the same as, "Oh, uh, I bought some used car at the Nissan lot," uh, no, it's not the same as a car that my grandfather bought new in 1960. I'm sorry, it's not the I same. I agree that it's not the uh, same, but it you, is. It's a totally different thing. Not only does it have like a history of manufacturing yeah, and it goes out the window got a family you enter into society hold you on, have to on, realize that your preferences don't mean fuck all against I, everybody else I agree in essence with what you're saying that it's a it's a cooler niftier car it's a cooler niftier thing it, it'll probably stand the test of time better whatever I agree with all that but uh, it doesn't necessarily make your presence on the road more important like you can just it actually does too because people treat because <laughs> people treat, please fuck like, <laughs> I wish a, your a fucking a face was on permit. that video right now that <laughs> smug that. that smug look that you made while driving your no, dad's car it, by it, the way. it actually it actually is people treat you differently like nobody wants to hit you in that car because they know how expensive it is to repair are people trying to hit each other here's a newsflash for you no one wants to hit anyone else on the road <laughs> have you ever had someone tailgate you yeah, yeah. I always. I have, have never on. had someone tailgate me in that car. Nobody wants to get close to you. Nobody wants to interrupt what you're doing at all. They yeah, know it's, it's going to be a huge bill, and they don't want to be the person who hit that cool, nifty I, car. Possibly could it be because uh, it looks like there is a subconscious effect. You barely ever drive it. Possibly could <laughs> it be because it looks like you're like 12 years old, and they're like, "Oh shit, there's a child <laughs> driving that car. I better keep my distance." Is that a cushiony well, sitting on? <laughs> well, <there's, laughs> yeah, Mueller sits on a pillow when he yeah, drives. He literally everybody. does. I was very taken back. I thought it was an old lady's vehicle when we walked up. <laughs> I am a tall guy. I Who needs to be taller? <laughs> I am a tall guy, and my legs do not drop well to the floor, so I need to be higher so I don't fuck up my Such hips and my back. Such a cushion to use, too. It's all frilly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just whatever I had on my couch. I just kind of grabbed it and... Whatever, and, and put it on. Uh, anyway, I'm all for this this note. Other than the cursive aspect of it, I've spoke very ill. Of, this uh, guy's how I feel about this cursive, guy is fucking but... bush league. He's speaking out of his league. <laughs> he probably drives some crappy truck or some Honda Accord or something, and he's got <laughs> no idea what he's up against. You come and face me yeah. like a man. I'll play chicken with you with 5,000 pounds of steel. We'll see. You'll play chicken with your dad's car? No, you won't. You are all talk. Your dad driving around in, again, your dad's car. This again, I've never had someone tailgate me, so I'm really, you know, I'm expecting that to hold through. And, and this guy's such a pussy, he's definitely going to lose. He couldn't even park diagonally. Who's it? What? I'm just, I, I th he won this altercation, right? Because you're all upset by this. He won. He probably forgot about this, and you hear we're talking about it on our podcast. 
Oh, we, he didn't. Forget. We find some. He rival, didn't forget. We find some rival parka. So I left this note on this. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Well, he didn't forget because he's going around leaving more cowardly notes on now, people's I, cars gonna, all the time. I'm, leave, I'm, start, I'm gonna start leaving people notes. I It'll still, be funnier than what this guy left you. I yeah. Still notes are great. That. I'm all about that. We should just you're, start leaving notes on this. You're really elitist <laughs> with your awesome vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is? Uh, how is it? Later? No, what are we talking about? Never mind. What? How is it? Being elitist to have something better than someone else and know it. That. You go into it's society like, what thinking you that what like you definition. have is more important so you don't have to yeah. follow the rules is... What like, rules are you talking about? Parking, parking inside the lines. That's not a rule. That's a suggestion. A guideline. You can't get a ticket for it. I'm uh, pretty some sure you, you can, can get a ticket In our shitty town in Vancouver, you definitely could. If you park on the well, street. Yeah, on the street, but this wasn't on the street. This is a private lot. Sure. So it's, there's no laws against it. No rules. Uh, if it's like a paid sure, line. it's a social uh, contract. I, like I said, I'm actually not bothered by what you're saying, but you, you, you have changed quite a bit over the years since I've known you. You, especially the last few months, you've been quite the smart. I think it all started with you're like, oh, robots are going to take over, and I'll be the marketing <laughs> guy for them or something. And you feel you feel great because all these blue collar guys, oh, they're going to be out of jobs, and I'll be the one laughing there. And, and now you're just like, I should be able to fucking drive on the wrong side of the road. What's the problem? Get the fuck out of my way. I'm better than That's you. That's not elitism. I'm just better than you. Yeah. I, you know. Hey, on the road, everybody has to follow that rules. You know, a cop can pull you over. Everybody is governed by that. Do you only follow the rules because the cops could pull you over? Uh, that's why you follow the rules. No, what are I you talking about? I follow the rules because they're usually based around a social contract and an understanding that this is the easiest way to get things done. Sure. I mean, even park- I break the fucking law all the time. Even, even, <laughs> <laughs> even parking between two spaces, it's not like I just randomly parked over the lines. Like, they were fit as if that was made into two spaces, right? So it's like, it's still fitting within some sort of grid system. Yeah, like, it's you, not like I'm creating anarchy. You where everybody else you will, gets one. Just like you, you should be able to vote twice, and everybody should only get one You will come off vote. way better with what you're saying if you're just like, yeah, I parked across two spaces. Fuck you. Instead, you're just being, <laughs> instead you're just being like, look, it's perfect. No, I mean, I could, there's, there's, there's studies and Statistics yeah. have shown that people in a big well, car just, or whatever don't get tailgated, just, and I can just, just park wherever. Just accept that like, what you did was wrong, but like, it's yeah, not that big you. a deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, gotta own it. I'm just saying that there's a reason for it. Like, if if you have some crappy car and you're just park across two spaces, people will assume Listen. that you don't know how to drive. But if you have a nice car, that like, if somebody in a really nice car does it, I assume that they park diagonally because they didn't want to get dinged by the person, you know, some mom with ten kids in her minivan beside them as they're all trashing by your car. It's like, well, you create a little bit of extra padding. So I'm just, I'm just saying there's a reason for it. I'm not really gonna say. There's a right or wrong, although I it's definitely not wrong. Right? You just spent like the last like 20 minutes going on a screed about why you're a better person for doing this. Well, I'm a better person than this <laughs> note writing no, Nick note. note. Awesome. You're, shit guy. you're oh, no, backpedaling yeah. now. Right. You already made your argument. You yeah, move your cup. You're blocking for, the Arnie oh, movie. Yeah. So we're live streaming. Uh, hey, if everybody. you're just listening to the audio here. Oh, yeah. For first live stream ever, I assume that the audio will be terrible. So just uh, what you got to do is play the podcast episode and uh, sync it up, sync with, it up. With, the, with the video. <laughs> some, uh, they don't start at the same time. Yeah, you got to so clap. Yeah, you got to do a clapping. Uh, yeah. See what sh- comes through <laughs> uh, on it. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to get to some movies here? Yeah. Yes. Some riveting yes. movies. Oh, boy. Well, it's a marathon. 
Richard, I'll let you introduce the one movie. Okay, marathon. so our uh, most we watched two. Thank you for uh, inviting yeah, me yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you introduce watch. our most hated movie ever. Yeah, speak for yourself. So I knew I didn't want to know what movie until we got there, and uh, <laughs> you informed me it was Showgirls, which I haven't seen since I was of the week nineties classic. So this is a story about the first time you ever masturbated. Uh, I think I turned it off. I think I was at that age where I was like. Yeah, boobies are okay, but this movie sucks. And uh, there's it definitely off. age appropriate ages to watch Showgirls, and there's multiple of them. But yeah, like mid twenties, you know, not, not even not, not even boobs could have saved Showgirls. And they tried so many boobs. This, you guys are hating on this movie, and I completely disagree. I think it's brilliant. Uh, it's not. Let's uh, <laughs> let let's let's step back for a second. Just a brief ex- like history of Showgirls. Like Showgirls, so this movie came out in 95-ish, uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, mid-90s. Um, it was like, I don't know if it was marketed this way, but it was like heralded as uh, what, it was like the first NC-17, like, super, like X-rated, basically. First and only Big since. blockbuster. Oh, really? First, the only NC-17 movie to ever be mainstream released. But yeah. my... So, in 95, I would have been somewhere around like eight years old. I remember it being that this movie being, having never seen it uh, and not seen it for some time being like the most exciting, intriguing movie. Like I'm eight years old, wandering tits. through the video store. You see the cover for it. It's called Showgirls. You, there's probably some. She's got her legs sticking out of that sheet. Yeah, or whatever. you know, she's got a little half cleavage going on in the, in the poster there. And you just hear about this movie. It's just just non-stop naked chicks, which is pretty, pretty much true in the, in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and as an eight-year-old kid walking through the video store, it's like there's no other movie you wanted to see more. At the, it was like the most exciting movie ever. And then you get to an age where, where you see it. Like you, I forget about this movie, grow up, and I'm like somewhere in my 20s, like 25-ish, I'll say. And you see it and realize, oh, this movie just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really movie's just no good. <laughs> but as a kid walking through the video store, seeing the poster, there's something about it that was more exciting. Because uh, in video rental stores, they always had like the they had like the pornography section, which was covered up by a yeah, curtain or whatever. Weird. And that was always kind of exciting as a kid, like like wondering what kind of yeah, movies were in there. there. But there's something about yeah. Showgirls because it, it wasn't back there. There was like posters for it and you, you knew this. it was this movie that adults watched. It's like, oh, I think also the cover... Con- it was like Species too. The cover... Yeah. <laughs> species the as Tasha well. Hensridge. The cover of it really takes advantage of, of kind of a psychological fact. I actually think it's a good poster. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it takes advantage of a psychological fact that the that completely is missed on the movie itself. So the cover is basically... Well. An all, it's an all-black cover, and the girl's just her leg is... <laughs> yeah, show that to the screen. It's the, just her leg is kind of sticking out, and the, and, the, and the rest of the cover is black. So really, it's just more su- suggestive. Yeah. And, and that's kind of... It's and, a good poster. Well, that's, what, that's kind of what makes nudity interesting is, is that it's covered up. Right, so like when nudity and media, yes. you know, once the girl takes her top off, you're like, well, you know, oh, she yeah, got weird yeah, tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it's there's something about it being hidden that makes it more intriguing. I mean, it's just like any mystery. It's like it, well, it's a, it's a mystery. Yeah. So take what you're saying, and also as like an eight to ten year old boy, just imagining what this imagining movie, what's imagining behind the rest what it, of that, imagining what that movie could be, and you know the hype around it. But your parents yeah. is like you'd never have any opportunity to see. I it mean, as age. a as a ten year old, yeah. I would have been terrified of what's underneath yeah, that. So were, I didn't want to know. Pussy. Were you actually terrified, or just your parents wouldn't let you watch it? Girls. Ah, uh, no, man. Like, well, wait, wait, wait. You would have been like what, like three or two when this came out. You didn't. Like I would have been about four, four, probably four years old when. <laughs> you didn't like it came when out. you were four. No, but it was still in the. It was still in the video store forever. Like it was. Yeah, that, that it, was. 
was it a was, time when stuff stayed in the I remember seeing it when I was probably eight or nine. Or nah, man, like, I don't know. Tits and stuff freaked me out when I was a kid. Like, you, like when well, you, yeah, you haven't seen four. a lot of nudity, it takes a, it takes a bit. Like, I remember, I remember in, I think, grade five or six, I had this friend who was, you know, that friend who's the bad influence on you? Yeah, yeah good or, friend. Yeah, was that you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that was no I wasn't, I wasn't really that, but I had those friends. That was yeah, me. Yeah. I got kicked out of your house. Your parents said <laughs> I wasn't allowed to come back. But by that time, like, like I started hanging out with you in middle school. So, I mean, I'm talking about, like, you're in elementary school and that kid who first, like, shows you his, like, a porno that match. Shows you his dad. That was my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, you were going to say I shouldn't say people's names, yeah. but... <laughs> uh, started on the P, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Shows <laughs> well, that's yeah, when this kid first about. shows his penis and your eyes go wide, you're like, wow, man. My middle school, you're not showing me like some picture of a naked woman. I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about you're still in elementary school and you have that yeah, yeah. friend who has lazy parents. Helps you that... pee down the slide, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that mean? I was in elementary he knows what he's elementary. elaborates. When I was in elementary, I'm trying to think what AJ was. This must have been like grade four or five. Uh, uh, me and my buddies got in trouble for peeing down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember more details because I'm sure it's a funny That's story. That's why you don't so slide down ago. the slide at the so yeah, Don't cut any slide. <laughs> I, I can't have been the first person to do something lewd on a, on a slide. Well, I will, I will tell you, believe it or not, I was not a popular kid in elementary school. Yeah, and, so uh, <laughs> So uh, one day I got to school and somebody had written... Andrew Mailer is a faggot. <laughs> on the bottom what grade? On the bottom of the slide. Ah, probably like no, grade no, this four. Was, this was me. Wow. I wrote this last <laughs> year. <grade. laughs> yeah. Pro- probably like in. grade three or four or something along along those. He couldn't even spell my name right. The moron. Mailer. Yeah, it was like it was. Yeah, they different kid. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't couldn't really get that couldn't really get that right. So. What did you do? Who did you wrong in elementary school? I was just a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. I was just too. I was just a weird kid. Yeah. So just imagine me right now. <laughs> Except for, kid? just imagine well, I me. I park my trike wherever I want. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm better than everybody. Just imagine me now with no filter. Uh, what? And that's, and you that's have what you're filter now? Yeah, this All is right. this is. I've learned to socialize. Nice. In, I've become a part of society. Yeah, you're getting there. Probably a, you haven't uh, quite. Learned probably about that. eighty sort of, times. I've become a part of society, but all you fucking losers with who actually do work are going to be out of a job <laughs> once my marketing robots take my over. My robots are coming for your job. I mean, I'm hoping they'll yeah, be able to get a, better jobs. You've done a fucking bang Forget up the Mexicans. Job. I've got robots. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like I want the blue collar workers to just not even be able uh, to work. I, I just want you, them to get better I jobs do. that are more meaningful. I don't believe. A word you just fucking said. I believe that that's what you say and tell people, and you're like, well, and no, I believe that's be what more, you think. People got to be more concerned about this, but you know, I, this is your own way of bragging because whatever your weird Facebook job or whatever the fuck you do is becoming more relevant. Sure. This is your, you know, you, you hate the common man. Anyways, in. I think you're better than him. In prob- I think probably grade five or six, yeah, I had one of those friends, and it was like, and I remember him talking about like super long nipples and showing me porn with <laughs> yeah, super long nips. nipples. And I was like, Ooh, I gotta was. got to get this guy on the podcast. I was, and, and this is, this is like. 2001 or something. So the type of weird porn websites, like the the graphic Rotten. design on them is is all just just the graphic design without the content of the boobs is an a, a visual assault on you. Like sure. it's it's like looking at uh, oh, you know like, a Japanese animation like uh, the like ones that give you seizures. Slightly post Geo Cities. Yeah, yeah. So so I you know I can imagine like I can remember neon greens and purples and then photoshopped on girls with nipples that are like an inch long and stuff. And I was like, Dick it, it, it was it was a 
lot to take all at once from, from basically no nudity there. Way he was showing you this? Yeah, yeah. He was uh-huh. showing me this in his bedroom with his water bed. Brain just looks like uh, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I've never seen nipples that long. That's disgusting. Yeah, I actually haven't really seen anything like that even today. So I don't know. if I guess there was, a weird, there was a weird porn <laughs> age at some, at some point. But um, yeah, so going from basically no nudity in my life at all, at like right to that was was totally bizarre. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that stuff was kind of weird for a while, man. Uh, anyway, so where were we going? We were, ta- we were talking about showgirls and how I the, was the never, cover has the intrigue. I was never at a point where I was uncomfortable oh, with like a friend. Sh- well, it's a funny topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was never uncomfortable with like a friend showing that. You seemed like you were, you were just a weirdo. That did not make like, me ah, comfortable. Because I remember you telling a story way back when we were talking about R-rated stuff and you were talking about like, you were trying to stop all the other kids from watching South Park. Like, well, oh, you're the worst. Oh, we shouldn't be doing this. Like, so worst. it's like, I just imagined like you were super <laughs> uncomfortable with it. Whereas like, yeah, some kid when I'm like 10 or 13 busts out a Playboy mag, I'm not like, oh, oh Andy, we used I to need an adult. <laughs> like, sit around at your parents' house and uh, like, just remember desk poop? Just like... <laughs> I, remember, I remember desk poop. Shit. It's just like... I, I don't know why, but desk, desk poop Again, that's a little mind. bit older, though. That, we were probably in like high school. What the one. hell are you talking about? Like a what quick, is a quick time video of like some chick just climbs up onto like a desk and, and the poop. desk is clearly mic'd underneath and she there just was a mic squats down desk, on top of the sure. desk and poops on it. <laughs> but, but she's in like... Food. Okay, what makes this, what makes this video great? Because there's lots of weird videos of girls pooping and stuff on the internet. <laughs> when was what? this? When was I'm desk sure there poop? is. I, I would have been around high school, so let's say oh, 2004-ish. Okay, so this is early around internet there. days still, kind yeah, of. But kind of. This yes. is mini clip and yeah, flash, right. flash videos um, and uh, stick death. What makes, the, oh, yeah. what makes the video desk poop great is it's like a 10-second video and she's in full standing position when she poops and then so the poop has a bit of a distance to travel because she's not like squatting. She's like basically standing. There's like a loud thud when, she, when the poop hits the desk. It's like great. It's hilarious. Something. Do you guys remember Rate My Poo? Back yeah. when, like, oh, back when, like, hot or not, and you'd rate oh, people's yeah. photos, they had rate my poo, oh, and you'd yeah. go on and you'd rate their poo, like, from a <laughs> scale of zero to ten. Was there, like, a top winners list of the most oh, votes? Yeah, you could see the most popular And poops. what type yeah. of poops were they? All Like, were they rating them, rating them based on, like, really nice form? And, no, no, uh, no, you rate them. You rate them yourself. Yeah, I know, but did, did the, ones, the ones that rose to the top, were they really well-formed? Yeah, or were they like nasty the diarrhea? There would be, a, like, a curled question mark of a there poop. Was all, all, <laughs> the, all varieties of poop. Or, like, yeah. just a picture of an outhouse that has blood and shit in it. That is disgusting. I remember I showed it to my friend's mom. I was like, oh, Martha, you got to see this. It was... Blake's mom? Martha. That's not her name, but all right. You gotta that's see not, this. Martha. I'm not going to say her name, but I'll just tell everyone that's not even close. <laughs> it wasn't. So what is the story of how you got kicked out of Andy's house? Oh, uh, we uh, were drinking at Andy's place. Andy doesn't. How, and how so old were wasn't. you guys? Like You were in, you were in high school? This around high school. High school it was probably yeah. high school-ish, uh, grade 10-ish. Okay, so you weren't like ruining him or anything. We were he was well ruined. Really yeah, I was, was going to say like these stories uh, about desk poop and whatever. This is... This is post what I'm talking about because, like, as a kid, especially early, early internet days, like your friend, like seeing yeah, showgirls, like that's elementary when I was school. when showgirls was around, like I'm sure the internet was 
in its early developments are starting to hit hit homes. But I didn't have regular internet use, so seeing that was super exciting. That's the point. These stories, as as they're great, so I'm not trying to put an end to them. But they're a little bit after what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, they're much after. Yeah, it's not as ex- these. These are more just hilarious stories. They don't have that same excitement as seeing the poster for Showgirls as an eight year old in 1995. Sure, sure. Anyway, so, so was that was that going somewhere? Oh, you want to know how I got kicked out of Andy's house? Yeah, yeah. We and then all, we're having then we'll a rager back. of a time playing Monopoly while drunk. We got Joel drunk too. He cried that night. Yeah, I and that. Uh, huh. I put a tinfoil hat. Somebody's <laughs> quite a tinfoil the story. Hat. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just like a bunch of young kids getting drunk and drinking too much. And yes, then but the way I got kicked out. out was that we took a video of yeah, it, I and I was like, oh, I could jump downstairs. So I dove down the stairs, and just rolled down, and the rolled down the stairs. How many stairs? Smashed my head into average staircase into the wall on the landing. And then you just down jumped the rest of down the way. Them oh, yeah, I first. jump downstairs all the time. There's, it's awesome. There's a video of it somewhere. I'm really good. <laughs> um, and they put, Chris put, I think, the video on your computer. Chris, and your my parents brother. found the video. <laughs> Is that <laughs> it? Found I the thought video. they found a dent, because like, there was a tiny They found the dent, but they yeah. would have no idea. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But then they found the video and put it together. <laughs> <laughs> and I said I wasn't allowed to So this to was not in the moment. This was like The best part that is, I think that Russell was also banned from your house, and Alex was also banned from your house at the same time. They're saying banned, but my parents were never great at like... Enforcing it? At enforcing things. Yeah, I can tell with you. I think on our R rate, the episode where we talked about R ratings, I talked about how my parents said, you're not allowed to watch South Park, but that's all they did. So I'd be downstairs just watching South Park, and there'd just be no enforcement of it. This was a similar thing. I was like, these people are not allowed to come to your house again. It's like, well, you can't just tell a kid to stop hanging out with their friends. Like, yeah. it's going to happen. Like, you just kind of got to deal. <laughs> they unless, welcome to being bad. Unless they're, like, knifing people like or doing drugs. Yeah, they, they, it's like when you they, get banned they, from the mall. They, they never... <laughs> yeah, banned from the mall. <laughs> what, are you going to be here all, like, every shift? Yeah, right. Like, uh, so... so so Showgirls, the the cover has this great mystery to it. Are we it. still on the cover? Yeah, yeah. But well, as, <laughs> that's the most content of this movie. But the uh, but the mo- Showgirls, the is font is in pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what <laughs> no, font is that? So where where the cover uh, uh, creates excitement and mystery. The movie has none. <laughs> there is well, not in a hundred. I sort of disagree. In a hundred and twenty minutes, I'm going to be defending this. This is not my most hated movie ever, by the way. In a hundred and twenty minutes, there is like sixty minutes of full on. It's nudity. way, it's way too far. There long. is, there's got to be at least five hundred tits in this movie. Yeah, I mean the same people, but like you know, different shots of. There's a lot. That actually might not even be an understatement. There's a lot. There, it's, um, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's so much that when I was talking about my de- to, I was talking with my dad. Yesterday, oh yeah, we went and watched this movie and whatever. And I was telling him, and I forgot that there was showgirls. Yeah, yeah, and I forgot that. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, like what's he's gonna ground me? (laughs) Dad, you see this movie? He's gonna take Uh, his car away from you. (laughs) I forgot that there even was nudity in the movie. Yeah, because it's like that just was what the movie was. Like I totally forgot that. I was like. Yeah. For, Normally, you might remember. Oh, there was a sex scene in this movie, or something. Like, you might at least scene. kind of. Yeah, there's a rape we'll, we'll scene in this get, movie. We'll get I forgot all of it. I was like, oh, it's just showgirls, and it's just really boring, uh, very forgettable. For context, it's essentially a two-hour softcore porn movie. Yeah, absolutely. The minimal story, maybe slightly more integrity than that, but not a lot. A little bit more. So who, Sli- just, just, just an slightly. inkling. So who's the save? Who's the Saved by the Bell chick? What's Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Jesse. Jesse. We she plays we'll Jesse. Jesse Spano. Okay, That's so <laughs> maybe we should get to uh, maybe we should get to a boomer before we start. Uh, really well, I want to say that. I want. I just want to. Th- 
nail down my stance here while everyone's shitting on showgirls here that my life's journey of this was going from as a kid it being the most exciting thing that I, I had never seen then forgetting about it and seeing it in my early 20s and then realizing oh this movie is fucking garbage and then to re-watching it last night and thinking this movie's brilliant. <laughs> this there is I watched you and, forming that opinion and I was like, I yeah, don't see it. This is <laughs> we were all there. It's it's because I'm more familiar with Paul Verhoeven, yeah. the director, and I can see what he's doing. Yeah, same. And maybe he didn't, maybe he's just a huge hack and and, and he just made a bad movie and I'm looking too far into it. But I don't know, I watch it thinking Paul Verhoeven did this intentionally. This is hilarious. This is a Freddy Got Fingered where he's just, it's just a big middle finger to the industry. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying. Um, let's, let's make some money before we continue on. we got to space this money out. Money or so. boomers? Yeah, I'll do money. We'll do money first money. and then boomers later. So, um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so you guys have probably seen uh, all these celebrities getting outed for uh, molesting people and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Making it's like uh, every day. Yeah, raping people or, or just uh, saying something. Uh, yeah, no, you know now now it's down to making inappropriate comments or um, mm -hmm. tweeting something twenty five years ago. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, you know, as recently as last night, James Gunn from the Guardians of the Galaxy says a bunch director of, of yeah Guardians he's, of the, he's Galaxy. the director of Guardians of the Galaxy one and two and he was supposed to do the third one except he got fired. Um, because of some tweets that he made uh, a million years, years ago. And had already apologized yeah, for, yeah. I think. Yes. Some, <laughs> let, let, let me note, some hilarious tweets. Yeah. They were there. I don't know if you, somebody can queue up some of those jokes or something and I can the, pull them in I, after. I thought they were a little hit or miss, but I, I appreciate what well, he was doing. There's one about a monkey, what, ejaculated on a, on a boy or something? <laughs> yeah, that might be really out of context, but... Sure. I mean, but, but that's that's the point. Most of them were of most of them were pretty okay, funny. I, hold on, I got like a whole picture full of them. Uh, I'll, uh, just, I'll just go across. Uh, I like it. This is James Gunn. <laughs> James Gunn said this, not me. Uh, I like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to clarify, just say, we'll edit that part. We're out. just quoting. <laughs> yeah. I said this. I like it when little boys touch me in my silly place. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> like what is? Yeah, like, that, that is just like there's not even like it's not a pawn or a punchline. It's just no. him no, saying but, but something. But he's uh, retweeting somebody else that probably has something in the. I mean, it's clear that he's being silly. Yeah, uh, he even said. The yeah, word silly. these are all clearly. He's a uh, silly boy. Clearly, jokes. him jokes are just goofing around. Uh, photo shoot with a bunch of different Twitter handles. I'm assuming celebrities trying to maintain a semi chub so that I'll look impressive in these photos. <laughs> Even know what's offensive about that? It's like well, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that one really. I'm doing uh, I'm doing a nude photo shoot. Uh, I want my penis to look as tiny as possible. Uh, the Hardy Boys <laughs> and the mystery of what if feels like what it feels like when Uncle Bernie fists me. And then a hashtag sad children's books, <laughs> which is a which is a good meme, you know, sad children's yeah. book, and just make a bunch of uh, you know dead baby jokes or whatever and. You know, Jim Berenstein Bears and dealing with nihilism. Or, your mic's, <laughs> you know, like your mic's doing a thing every time you bump the table. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I should stop. Uh, I should stop bumping that. Uh, the Expendables was so manly. I fucked the shit out of a little pussy boy next to me. The boys are back in town. <laughs> yeah. See that? Like that tweet. First of all, is hilarious, and second of all, it's clearly Wait, that did you he's say I or it. Yeah, he says I. He says I. He's clearly making fun Good of question, the Expendables, though. He's saying he's he's like he's making fun of how egregiously like quote manly is like he's sure. he's probably actually as far as a quote 
toxic masculinity goes. He is a, he's making fun of that idea. I don't know, if you've, know if you've seen it, but he's like a squirrely looking dude. He's not definitely a man's man. He's pumping, absolutely pumping making fun of a traditional idea of masculinity. Fired for a joke like the hotel shower is the weakest ever. Felt like a three-year-old boy was peeing on my head. <laughs> that one's probably the best. That's, that one, that's that's one's, that one's pretty good. So yeah. here's the thing. Whether you find these funny or not is whatever. That That's open to, to interpretation or your own sense of humor. Uh, these are clearly jokes, though. The idea that he should be fired and never work on another yeah. movie again, like people like this can't this uh, shame campaign against him, ridiculous. These whether you like the jokes or not, think they're in bad taste. Just don't look at them. It's not like he's for if he's forcing you to watch them. That that would maybe be something, some form of harassment. But whatever, they're jokes. Whether you find it funny or not, just don't don't read. So what's so what? Where are we making money on this? So introducing a new PR service. Uh, uh, to help you apologize to the media or the public if you if one of these scandals befalls you as a celebrity. Um, so uh, if our podcast ever picks up traction, this would be a uh, this would be a service that we'll we're I'll definitely going to need. I'll this. probably need. We'll have to <laughs> yeah. scrub some of these early episodes. Uh, so the po- service is called Rape Apologists. Uh, you can go to rapeapologists.com and uh, you can you can hire a PR team. They can get these press releases out within minutes of your scandal breaking, even before you're fired, you can be apologizing for this. So uh, they wrote this one for James Gunn. It was out within hours of, of this breaking story, uh, only, only in reaction to Disney firing him. So uh, that's, that's why they had to put it. It's all, uh, we got a good case study here for you and a mm-hmm. sample. Uh, many people, this is James Gunn's apology tweet that rape apologists wrote. Many people who have followed my career know when I started, I viewed myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. I hate this apology already. Th- that's true, all right. Right, but this isn't for us, right? Because sure. we don't need these apologies. These are this is for the public who this might mean anything to. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so as I have discussed many publicly many times, as I've developed as a person, so has my work and my humor. It's not to say I'm better, but I am very, very different than I was a few years ago. Today, I try to root my work in love and connection and less in uh. anger. No, see, this is great. These negative reactions show right. this it's service not, it's is not working. For us. I gotta yeah. keep that in mind. Sorry, guys. My days saying something just because it's shocking and trying to get a reaction are over. So now he's apologizing for saying shocking things, by the way. Like, as, I, far, I, as far as my commentary on this. This whole thing is like, they didn't need to. They didn't need to wait for Twitter to be offended by James Gunn. Like, this is totally people who have no idea about his history of making uh, trauma entertainment films, which are known for, like, Toxic Avenger and the most sleazy... He made Toxic Avenger? He, I think he wrote it. He wrote a bunch of uh, trauma films, which are just the most, like, sleazy, yeah. uh, violent, vile, like offensive vile. humor. I guarantee With you. With very ton- little redeeming tons qualities. Of, tons of... <laughs> Like in Toxic Avenger, which I think he wrote, I don't necessarily 100% credit him for that, but I'm pretty, I know he was involved in some capacity. There's a scene where like a bunch of street toughs break into like a, a fast food place and just start like about to rape a blind chick, and then Toxic Avenger busts oh, in and throws I their hands in like a deep fry. Oh, that was awesome! <laughs> and they like, they just like shoot her, her, her uh, dog, like, you know, one of those. Uh, the CNI dogs. The CNI dogs, that's the word. Uh, they just like shoot it with a shotgun, and they yeah. have like a really good prosthetic dog. And it's just, <laughs> they are vile movies, and that was how he, that was like his entry into into making movies. And so, now people are upset yeah, by his tweets. James Gunn, like, <laughs> you lied to us. <laughs> how could you? Um, I just love I just love the fact that it's we have to apologize for being 
You know, I used to be a provocateur and say shocking things to get a reaction. Now it's illegal to say something that just is kind of shocking or like yeah. provocative to people. What? <laughs> just re- arrest every teenager, every teenage yeah. boy, always making these jokes. Basically, like, yeah. Anybody who has a mild sense of humor as a teenager I, or a young adult or even a regular I'm, adult. like <laughs> I'm pissed off at James Gunn. This apology sucks. Like, I, well, I, he didn't write it, though, which so you don't have to feel I bad. I wonder... I'm going to shit on our ad read here. Uh, I wonder if he would have a better public uh, reaction from his apology if he just came out and said, yeah, you know, I make offensive jokes. Deal with it. Sorry. Like, well, I don't know what the public reaction is, but he got fired. So that's... Actually, I've seen a lot of people defending him. They're oh, like, really? They're like, Disney, like, what the hell? Like, he apologized. Because people dug up the, his history and noticed that he's, he did already apologize for some of his offensive jokes, like, like preemptively. Like, like, oh, it seems really? like he actually didn't, doesn't really like his colored history or whatever. I think a lot uh, of them are deleted, It was too. back in, like, 2012. He, he apologized for some of his off comments in the, in, in the past. And then he did Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy in 2014-13. So after he had already apologized. So Disney yeah. clearly doesn't care. It, they just care now that people have found out. Yeah. It also it says this isn't the first time James Gunn's gotten in trouble. Uh, a, a blog post from 2011 titled "The 50 Superheroes You Most Want to Have Sex With." <laughs> oh no! Also kind of, <laughs> that is that's a hilarious Ooh, idea in itself. That's funny. <laughs> and why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Flash. Uh, oh no! Glorifying or sexualizing these like perfect archetypes of I human love beings. I sexualizing stuff. That yeah, these uh, completely unrealistic you're, people. You're meant to yeah. either be attracted to or yeah. admire and glamorize. Yeah. Like, that's and he's clearly making fun of that idea. Sex isn't a part of life. Yeah, so, uh, so let's like get... like the modern Greek gods in essence. I'll yeah. get through oh, this no. sample of the type of apology you can expect. You know, these are apologies gods. you could never write yourself because nobody could genuinely feel like... No, you need so the service. What's the service called? They called the rape apologists. The, 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 rape you know, apologists. They help apologize when people are LTD. are trying to uh, accuse you of <laughs> some sort of. Uh, Sexual thing, um, so uh, I'll finish it off. Yeah, every time you bump the table, there's like a, oh. a crinkling noise. Crap! Every I keep time. doing that. Um, <laughs> Does it again? Do it again. Yeah. So like this. <laughs> Put your headphones on. In the past, I have apologized for humor of mine that hurt people. I felt true. I truly felt sorry and meant every word of my apologies. For the record, when I made these shocking jokes, I wasn't living them out. I know this is a weird <laughs> statement to make. It's not weird. I wasn't, li- <laughs> wasn't living out these That three-year-old jokes. Yeah, that, that, like, I wasn't living out thinking uh, two-year-old was peeing. Yeah, your, your joke <laughs> that this, this child out. didn't. Somebody's like, taking it literally. There are metaphors in my writing. They're not literal. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, I know this is a weird statement to make, and it seems obvious, but still here I am saying it. Anyways, just basically, so that's on the record. You know, you can't can't say that I didn't say it. Uh, anyways, that's the completely honest tru- truth. I used to make a lot of offensive jokes. I don't anymore. Really, and why you shouldn't be apologizing for making offensive jokes. Um, I don't blame my past self for this, but I like myself more and feel like a more full human being and creator today. Love you to you all. It's all ridiculous and cuz like This in, is an expertly crafted letter. Yeah. Like cuz in in the know. first Guardians of the Galaxy like I don't know if many people caught this the guy the owner of Troma Films again these like sleaze violent movies uh, his name's Lloyd Kaufman he had a cameo in Guardians yeah, of the did. Galaxy so really? he's still and this was this was after his little like oh no I'm better than this now. Yeah but you're still parading around like the president of vile and and sleaze so clearly you're still that guy. Yeah, he I don't believe his cake he needed to. Uh, so he was fired from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Those movies are hits. 
Like they make yes. a yeah. lot There was speculation of money. that he was going to take over like the next set of So you Marvel, no longer like have movies. to inappropriately touch somebody to get fired nope. from now, making a studio a ton of money. Now, to be fair, yeah. Marvel and Disney, who owns Marvel Studios, uh, they it, they don't need to they don't need a quality director anymore. They can just throw in whoever, and it'll make uh, one. Plus, point, he, already, true, one plus point he already plus he already wrote it, so they oh, can just steal his shit. script after firing yeah. him. Like yeah. the first the first Ant Man movie was supposed to be directed by Edgar Wright. Now he didn't get Edgar Wright, who made Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and whatnot. He didn't get shamed out of it, but he stepped away because of creative differences with Disney, because he probably wanted to make a good movie, and they were like, "No, we don't want to make good movies." Uh, <laughs> that's not what we do here. So that's that's a that's a big loss because he would have been uh, that that would have been a completely different movie and probably actually interesting instead of forgettable like it is. Uh, and then they replaced him with, I think the guy's name is Adam McKay, who's just like some whoever jerk-off director who has a bunch of shit garbage comedies, like no real personality to him. Edgar Wright's a very unique and talented director who will actually make something, not just uh, shit out some fucking He's making Turn the script so into film. And he's from, making from cinemas. Disney, from Disney, this is just, oh, this guy's getting bad PR. We don't want bad PR. We don't actually care that he said any of these things, yeah. but it's bad PR. That's so, yeah. all The it calculation is, is more... Just that marketing. the bad PR will hit the bottom line more than having well, I'm a sure, talented director. I'm sure yeah, they don't yes. want to have like a, some sort of boycott of Disney. Yeah, that's right. So that's a that's pretty exactly that's a pretty huge collaboration. Um, and they'll they'll still and they'll still make money. It's not like people are like Marvel movies. They always make, oh, I'm sure they did. They the always math. make somewhere around a billion dollars. If cool. even if they didn't go over, or if they just crept up to, they're always usually like minimum eight hundred thousand know what, in the box. You office, know what I so. think they should do? Doesn't matter if James is, Gunn's there or not. Is they should just rehire him in like a week. Because he's uh, they, apologized right away, so the story hasn't had any chance to gain. I mean, any they could traction. they could just put out two they more Marvel wait. movies and then put them on another one, and people will have forgotten. By oh, because what he did wasn't one that month. egregious. Well, I, no, a week is when they'll have forgotten, <laughs> or or a day. <laughs> I mean, we have to wait till after That'd this episode great. airs. You know, that's they yeah. should, people no, are going to be thinking about it. What they should do is be like, we got a new director on. It's James. Fun and it's just like, it's just James Gunn wearing one of those like those glasses with a fake nose and a mustache. It's got a Mr. Potato ha- head. Uh, yeah, we got rid of that that, that problem director we had. We replaced him yeah. with this. that's what they should James start doing with two ends still. Yes, exactly. He's got a silly mustache on. It does seem like a real non non controversy though. Like it, I don't think it. Yeah, because because this is this is because of the rape apologists' uh, service. You know, yeah. they're able to get these apologies out so quick. Just yeah, boom, nobody boom. waits on the apologies. So by the time. In the article that someone's getting outraged, there's already an apology, and they're like, oh, I guess there's nothing to rally for. So it's, it's, it's honestly the best weapon you have. What I'm wondering, too, is do they issue apologies preemptively? Because then... Well, they're all there written There could be an outrage about something you do, and there's like, ah, a week ago, though, I tweeted an apology. Apology. Apologize before you even yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, you apologize ahead of time. That's and like then when you tweet something offensive, I'm like, I already apologized. So you need... So what the rape apologists need is some sort of minority report styled service where they can precog. It's like a balance thing. Yeah, Yeah. they can precog the things that you're doing. Oh, uh, you're going to your mom's, uh, your hetero mom's wedding. Uh, You better not go because in 30 years that's going to be seen as uh, heteronormative. Yeah, yeah, heteronormative, so, uh, ins- insensitive. Now. So you know, don't go to that, or you know, they tell you ahead of time about what's going to be offensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. So no, there's a there's an even a higher tier of service for rape apologists, uh, and basically they will pre-write all sorts of scenarios that you could be getting in trouble for, so that they're ready to go right away. It's uh, okay, yeah. yeah. So you can have uh, up to up to five hundred different scenarios uh, that you can Sounds have, like a, have an apology ready for. 
I mean, this is, this is, I'm shitting on this company again. Um, this is no innovative company. I've heard this is all just conjecture or whatever, so take it as it is. I've heard stories about uh, when cele celebrities, particularly male celebrities, get to like a high enough fame, like their manager will basically say, okay, we're going to put them out, we're going to put aside this amount of money for when someone comes forward with like some sexual harassment thing and so we can just settle so it's just like this fifty thousand dollars that's just you've put <laughs> off to the side you you've put off to the side just for when any of these uh, stupid accusations what true or not or whatever uh come up it's just this uh this uh whatever just get out of here money like i don't want to be tied up in the courts sort of money so this is this is essentially I think the company it's doing 40, that but, 000, money. but sure Whatever, whatever, whatever the number is, even if it's like a million for some big shot celebrity, it's not. So there was a lot in Showgirls. There was a lot of these moments. I guess it's on a the, sign the of the times, where it was just like, oh, that is like a really sleazy thing to do. Oh, the movie man. was sleaze on display. Yeah, it, it was very much like you know slapping girls' asses unwanted. Uh, a boss uh, particularly stands out is when he was like, "You're gonna do great here. In a week, you gotta give me a blowjob." <laughs> yeah. I want to get to go. some of the, the strip club owner. Uh, I got the exact quote here. Every <laughs> every character. Uh, sorry, are we done with our ad reading? Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> ad. To plop uh, go to rapeapologist.com/slash/realmen <laughs> to get discount on your uh, <laughs> pre you. preemptive apologies. Uh, Every character in this movie, every character, side character, antagonist, protagonist, all of them are the worst scum of the earth on the planet. Like every single, like every single character in this Not movie. Not as bad as the Toxic Avenger. I nah, this is different again. because this is like Toxic Avenger is so like silly and ridiculous. This is like a closer depiction to real. It feels, not that it feels real, but it feels a bit more real than uh, Toxic Avenger does. Uh, so... One of the reasons I love this movie is that I think this is Paul Verhoeven, the director. Uh, this is just another case of him showing how much he hates yeah. Americans Agreed. and American culture. Uh, he's a German or Dutch? Whatever he's the Dutch. Fuck he is. So Where we, we got to set the Netherlands. We, we got to set the stage for Paul here. Okay, so Paul Verhoeven, this Dutch guy, whatever he made back in the um, the motherland or whatever. Like who cares about that? <laughs> Every land. And he comes to America. And he makes RoboCop. So it should be. It should be. St yeah, so is that his first? No, no, no. So, oh. so here's here's here's. Uh, RoboCop is the same director as Showgirls. Just for people who who don't know. I was that. building people that up. Always, <laughs> always think Spoiler. That's funny. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> prior to RoboCop, yeah, he did like a bunch of movies in the Netherlands and Europe or whatever. But they're all like we'll dramatic. Drama they're all like stuff. dramatic thriller sort of things. He never really done action. I don't know how he got the role for RoboCop or why they offered it to him or whatever. But he comes in, drops RoboCop, and it's one of the greatest movies ever. Certainly the, one of the, one of the action greatest action man movies oh, so ever made. I mm. think maybe that's what he was trying to do with Showgirls. Oh, well, I'm going to make a man movie in another kind of way. No, I think... <laughs> so here's the thing about... Let's, let's touch base on Robocop a bit, because we've... There's Robocop, not Robocop, is, Robocop one of the, I haven't seen it's it one of the in a uh, decade. Rewatch it, it's great. Um, I'm going to be rewatching it soon, actually. I even though I just rewatched it like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, I have a DVD of Robocop sealed in the case. It's a collector's item. Wow. Found it in a bargain bin. Robocop is great because not only is it one of the most iconic and best action movies of all time, uh, it also 
is it's such a product of the '80s. It's so silly. Just the fucking title, RoboCop. Yeah. You can't release that now and expect people to take it seriously. Well, they tried. Well, they, they, they tried. And they tried to. Yeah, treat and everyone it just and everyone just forgot about it. Ugh. Nobody cared. It's not. It's not. It it's not going to be remembered. Great. It's only going to be remembered in discussions. of remember how boring that. Do movie you guys remember was. the new RoboCop and how great that was? I've been no. thinking about it. <laughs> just cut you off. I can't. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. But on top of it's not just a great action movie. It's a great satirical movie, and it also mm-hmm. paints this picture that I'm talking about of Paul Verhoeven, the director, and how much I think he just despises America. I think he got like this big Hollywood shot at RoboCop and just decided to be like, yeah, I don't like any of you. So what's I the- hate corporate America, <laughs> yeah. and I, this, the, your, your crime is insane. Like- so, so what's the satire in RoboCop? A cop gets shot, so they put him in a robot body, and now he's a super RoboCop, and he, well, and he, and he solves the crimes. Yeah, but it's in the yeah. future. It's partly corporate influence in government, because a corporation has taken over the cops, yeah. and now they're, privatized. Trying, they're trying to promote yeah. this new uh, robotic enforcement, but they can never quite get the robots right. They keep breaking down. And it, they're just using it as an in to get the contract to build Delta City, which is like redoing Detroit. Yeah. And also, it's like they don't actually care about law enforcement. It's just about their own gains. Yeah. And it's the same with the government. Like, it's just this idea that we need to be so harsh. on. It's a similar, uh, uh, sat- not satire, but social commentary that the new Dread had where it's yeah. not really about solving the crime. It's just about being hard on criminals. And, but that just perpetuates more crime. It does. And yeah. Paul Verhoeven, you, if you watch RoboCop as more of an adult and kind of knowing those things, RoboCop becomes a smart movie on top of just being an awesome, violent, 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 violent yeah, movie. I'm trying to remember when, like... That chick's about to get raped, and he—I think that's his first scene. Oh, he's, yeah, I can't remember what he says, and then he like shoots the guy I in the exactly, nuts. I know exactly <laughs> what he says. He walks up, you see this awesome shadow over the criminals as they're about to rape. They're trying this to rape chick. some chick in an alley. She's in a dress. They're about to pull it up. They see RoboCop. Uh, and he pulls out his gun and says, whatever, stop. And, and then they, the criminal puts, puts the, the woman in front of her, the classic hostage stance, got yeah, the, gu- his got the gun to her head. Yeah, we see what the Robocop vision, and you can see him targeting. He targets kind of through the bottom of the girl's dress, like right underneath her crotch. So it shoots through the dress, misses her, shoots the bad guy in the nuts, and he just drops. Points back, uh, shot points back over to Robocop. He says, "Your move, creep." <laughs> <laughs> and then Your after he, sa- he saves creep. the day, and then the lady comes oh, up and gives so him a hug. And at this I point, he's it. like fully robotic, and you really don't, you haven't seen any of his humanity start to seep back into oh, him. That's why the movie's so good. Uh, and then she's like, "Oh my God, thank you for saving me." He gives him a big hug and says, well, "Lady, you are experiencing trauma. You should, uh, you should." Uh, uh, consults a rape crisis center and just walks off. <laughs> no humanity to him. That. That's it's awesome. Great. Anyway, so that's that, like RoboCop is brilliant. On it's not just a great action movie. It's but not just classic eighties. It's also a smart movie. They're, I, they're, will, I will argue that to the fucking this futuristic grave, yeah. dystopian whatever. It's not futuristic. Thing. It's an accurate depiction of Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> accurate then. Accurate, accurate now. now. <laughs> um, it's you know, yeah. The cord the corporations are too involved in the government. Aren't there like vacation ads and stuff. There's lots of propaganda. Well, there's lots of things. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Well, also, <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll sort get of. There. There's like Detroit and, and this RoboCop takes place in Detroit, uh, and it's just crime-ridden and whatever. But there's constantly you can just in the background of like these just broken-down shitty streets, criminals running along the streets, shooting, going ah, so <laughs> just whack like basically gremlins. Uh, but you can always see like a billboard in the background that says uh, "Looking forward to Delta City." It's this like fancy new city that they're perpetuating. Like it's just. 
it's fucking great. Um, Lots but, of it's like corporations running the prisons. <laughs> oh, it's uh, bad. Bad happen. America. America's messed up. Um, so, lots of back bringing it back so, though. This is this is the first time I noticed Paul Verhoeven's like just distaste mm-hmm. for American culture. Like he seems to, as much as his movies are way over the top and violent and full of nudity and all that, uh, he is kind of looking down on American culture in a way that I find funny. Well, like then he's, it- he's he's calling them all stupid, and I like. I like American culture. We always talk about these ridiculous 80s action movies, but it is funny. Like his his critique of it, there's something I find very charming about it. So then he did Starship Troopers. Uh, right? no, then he, then he did Total then Recall. Then he did Total Recall, another Fantastic you know, action movie. movie for the ages. For I gotta any rewatch dad. it more because I don't know what kind of like there must there must be more of this like similar sort of hatred of American similar, culture commentary. I think part of it is like just to be brief is about the. How people always want to uh, escape escapism and stuff, sure. like right? Yeah, yeah. Striving yeah. for vacation because they go into and, these little machines, right? Yeah. That, like, and they go on vacations that are basically just just in their head. Oh yeah, right? yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, they so don't even go anywhere. Totally anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't some, someone loses his memory, or Arnie loses his memory, or well, something? Well, it's a whole thing. You start to question what's what's his memory and what's it's the whole movie a dream? Because in his he goes on this vacation, yeah. but he escapes out of it last second because you know, things are going awry. But then they start to convince him, no, you're still in the memory. Because he signed uh, up for the secret vacation. spy vacation. That's right. Yeah. That's whole, right. So it's you're supposed to be an vacation and being an agent. Anyway, and that so you know obviously Americans can't deal with their problems. They have to go to a computer. And then Starship Troopers. No, he did Showgirls no, no, before no, 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 Starship. No, no. Are you kidding me? Actually, yeah. after Total Recall, he did Basic Instinct, which I've never yeah. seen. Uh, okay. I, too. I haven't seen it either. Well, the but... way that I'm telling it is Starship Troopers. <laughs> is, is, <laughs> wrong. is wrong. Which is... Yeah, we jumped seven years. Which is basically like there's there's aliens trying to come and uh, kill That's the it. humans. So the only way that you can... That, that they have this propaganda throughout the whole thing. Uh, enlistment... Uh, Starship Troopers is some of my... It's not my favorite of his movies, but it's maybe my favorite of his his depiction of social commentary yeah, it's, it's so so, so fucking funny and but he's talking yeah. about like he's really shitting on like american nationalism and, pro, and, mil- and, and the military and, and yeah like like the mili- the big time military complex but again his commentary on it isn't just like like typical like satire or parody like he does it in a way that's so hilarious and tongue-in-cheek like right at the beginning of starship troopers they're showing like these enlistment videos that you're talking about like enlist today and it's just in just enlisting for basically the space military just yeah. going out and fighting it's just and the space military intergalactic you know military it's just basically. the military uh, but the videos are so funny like they show they're like we're visiting schools to teach kids more about the military and it shows like them like showing off their big guns to a bunch of like five-year-olds they're like yay <laughs> yeah and then they're showing like yeah, the, the, the typical, like, do your part. And then it shows, like, some guy, you know, readying the guns. I'm doing my part. It shows, like, a soldier in the middle of battle looks over camera. I'm doing my part. And then it shows, like, the tip, like the typical line of, mil- of military soldiers just standing, wait, awaiting orders. And it's panning across. And it shows, like, a 12-year-old kid in full <laughs> military space gear. I'm doing my part. <laughs> they all, all the bigger guys look over. Ha, 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 ha. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, and, and the movie's just riddled with, like, these, not riddled, but every now and then he, he puts in these propaganda videos that are just this glorification of the military. Mm-hmm. The more you learn about the intergalactic space war against the bugs in the movie, the more you learn that this is just the humans perpetuating a war so that yeah. to get to get the people on their side. Because yeah. people, if you have a purpose that we're yeah. all fighting together, uh, particularly a war, that's a good way to keep people in line. Like there's a full Michael Ironside who's not even the villain in this movie. 
uh, he's one of the, the, the colonels or whatever, captains on a, on a team. He gives this great speech early on about like, just uh, like talking about how great violence is and every, every altercation in the human history has been solved and, and earned by violence. <laughs> I can't do it justice. I'm not even going to sure, fucking yeah. try, but it's fucking there awesome. There was a Starship Troopers cartoon that was really good. Yeah, I know. I think everything after the Paul Verhoeven movie, because he didn't have anything to do with anything yeah. after Starship after the original Starship Troopers, they actually just got more into it. Isn't it cool? Like yeah, space they didn't, bug they didn't fights. Keep up this, like you missed the, the point. Uh, social commentary. They missed the point, but it was actually But that's what, that's what makes, that's what transcends his great movie. Anyway, he always has something else going on. Like Starship Troopers isn't just about a war against space bugs. There's like this hilarious uh, poking fun at American the military industrial and, complex. Yeah. And, yeah, Robocop so. isn't just about a robotic cop. It's it's about you know the perpetuating of crime, yeah, over and, and corporate or the trading of security. Always something else going so, on. So, and I think that Showgirls has the same thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I so didn't see it. what's the <laughs> um, what was the phrase in in Starship Troopers? It was like enlistment. Uh, guarantees citizenship. Yeah. 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 So if you want your medical and dental and stuff, you gotta be in the army. Well, beyond that, there's like one. They're talking to one, either an early student or in the shower scene. They're asking why why all everyone at different enlists. She's like, well, I want to have a kid someday, so I had to enlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and and basically, awesome. by, by the end of the movie, uh, all the soldiers who kind of figure out whatever is going on and they kind of figure out the bugs and stuff. They just kind of get promoted and just keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. they, 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 they don't at all stop. Yeah, like don't the, they become the, aware of what's going on? But they just no. Oh, what do you? They do? don't become aware. Well, they just, they just could become another fucking cog in the wheel. Yeah, it's it. It has one of the most happy, tragic endings in a movie because it's depicted as a great victory. The humans won, our protagonist won, but really in the end, you had like these these teen. They were teenagers at the beginning of the movie, like well-mannered kind of trying to figure out what they want to do with their life and by the end of it they just become another cog in the wheel like the main character spoiler alert for Starship Troopers everyone should watch it Johnny Rico uh, Johnny Rico or like he like he just becomes another soldier who's yeah. gonna die in this pointless war yeah, but they kill the brain bug don't uh, they? Yeah, they capture the brain slug, but they're yeah, just right. bugs. They're not they actually they like a war. Like they're no. just creatures that that are defending. And Neil Patrick themselves. Harris is poking at it and stuff. But Neil yeah. Patrick comes out like at oh. the end of the movie, dressed up basically like a full Nazi, and this is <laughs> depicted right. as That's like right. a happy they ending. Like, like they made the ranks. They they won the day against yeah. these just creatures that aren't actually perpetuating a, or trying to start a war or anything. And it's this sad ending, but it's depicted as a happy ending. And that's totally intentional. That movie, when it first came out, it didn't review very well because a lot of people just took it... Didn't get it. They took it straight up as like, yeah. oh, this is a super pro-fascist movie. But watching it now, it's so clear that this is Paul Verhoeven like, making... This is what he thinks of America. This is well, what that's, he thinks of that's American That's kind of the, the point I'm trying to make by bringing up these three movies yes. is like... All of They're them, important to bring up when talking about showgirls. I think what's important <laughs> is 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 like you might watch some movies, especially if it's an American-made movie, that are criticizing some of these things. And usually it's kind of this message they're trying to get get across about like, oh, you know, the yeah prisons, you know, they're run corrupt. We got to fix those prisons. And to me, Paul Verhoeven's slant is like, America, look at how messed up America is, and they'll never change. Yeah. Keep it, you know, keep, keep going on, America. Like, uh, you know, you've got your war. Uh, 
yep, that'll never stop, and I don't want you to either, because I love hating you Americans. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I think like, like, it's such a dark take on it. I think that's what I love about it, is because it's not just obnoxious, like, oh, America sucks, and America's never done anything good for anyone. He is kind of saying those things, but he's saying it in a way that's so funny, I can't even be mad. I can't even be annoyed by it. No, but he hates it in a, in a different way. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. like... It's it's not, when you're local, when you're an American or something, and you're criticizing your own culture or something like that. It's like you know you ideally want people to realize so they'll make it better, right? Yes. You know, he reminds me of uh, like uh, 1984 or Brave New World, like these authors that have this social commentary. They do a dystopia, yep. and then they ha- tell a story within that dystopia that just uh, kind of is a satire of. Mm-hmm how things can go, because usually they're the future. Except yeah. I, I think he's far more cynical than someone like his Orson are, Welles or well, uh, George Orwell. His yeah, are George like Orwell. that. They have a very similar approach to their satire, except his are all, always delivered in a way that is both either hilarious, like you're just laughing your ass off at these propaganda yeah. videos in Starship Troopers, or uh, the most over-the-top... A glorification of violence where like a guy's getting doused in acid and then run over by a car and explodes in Robocop <laughs> in a way that's like awesome. 1984 has got nothing on Robocop. Yeah, that's what, you know, 1984 <laughs> well, really failed. So on top of it being smart commentary, it's also hilarious. And then there's also times when, you know, Robocop's just shooting a whole, a whole awesome. warehouse full of coke dealers and Throw you're, just, going, glass. you're yeah. just watching it going, yeah! This <laughs> is awesome! It, it kind of kind of actually sheds light a little bit on what you can do in movies that you couldn't do in books because sure. like you couldn't put that sort of tone into something like 1984 because it wouldn't make any sense like it's like because it's not it's not awesome seeing a hearing about a guy getting doused in acid and so fun fact on that note the the three it comes off as very dark though when if you write it the original novel that starship troopers is based off of because it was it was a book before they made a script and a movie out of it uh it was a very like guy arguing like pro-militarism and pro-fascism and all this uh very like pro-militarism book and then Paul Verhoeven got That's after genius. after RoboCop after Total Recall the movie studios picked up uh, the rights to make a Starship Troopers movie they went to Paul Verhoeven saying hey you did these action movies you want to take looks so he said okay he read the book he said he read like the first 10, bi- 10 pages said this is garbage I'll do a movie of this <laughs> did a movie that apparently fans of, fans of the book really hate Paul Verhoeven because he made a mockery of, of that of the Love author it. and the book entirely like this was his like this book fucking sucks I'll, a true hero I'll, 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 ad- I'll adapt to this awesome just Great. hilarious so he clearly hates America and has a very cynical view on it, and and then comes and comes along Showgirls, Showgirls, which is which is just about a girl trying to make it in Vegas as a dancer. So she's a stripper, and then she moves up to a so finer thing, kind of dance. Again, as a kid, I that's thought the whole movie, by the way. As, I just wanted to give the synopsis yeah, 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 away. For sure. That's all of it. As a kid. <laughs> Super excited about this. Seeing it in my early 20s, thinking, oh, this is just a bad movie that just parades around tits. Seeing it now, I just see it. It's not near as great, not even close. Because it's, sat- it's, it's not a, a sat- good movie. No, it's not a great movie. It's a, it's a uh, It's not movie. as great a satire as Robocop or Starship Troopers and certainly not near as good as movies. But I do look at it under the lens of, I know Paul Verhoeven and what he thinks about Americans. And this is hilarious to watch in that light. <laughs> it's like a weird... It's weirdly brilliant, and that I agree. It's not a good movie. I'm not going to argue that it's good, it, but there's a brilliance to what he's doing. Because it's basically as you're following. So this girl who was Jesse and Saved by the Bell. Just call her Jesse. Jesse, yeah. She is she. 
I don't know, she's some spaz sort of character. Like the opening scene, she gets, some guy picks her up and she's hitchhiking she's and she immediately pulls out a switchblade and is like, don't fuck with me, man. She's, like, she's the lead clearly, singer from Stone Temple Pilots. He definitely looked like <laughs> No, from Queens of the Stone That's Age. the one. Uh, he, like, she, the, 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 they set in it up that she's clearly like a, a troubled young uh She's has had some kind of history that she we comes don't, from we places. don't we don't know. She's she's hitchhiking down the road dressed, you know, places. scantily clad, if I'm to use more appropriate terminology. Yes. Hot. Um and she's heading to Las Vegas to be a dancer, but like the way she carries herself, you can tell it's like, yeah, you want to be like a dancer, but you're probably just gonna end up doing vile things and selling yourself for money. <laughs> like you can tell she you can just tell she has a troubled history and things aren't gonna aren't gonna go well. Like that's the setup for it. Uh and it's 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 done in a way where Paul Verhoeven's looking at people who are you know looking to travel to L.A. and Las Vegas and become an actor and make it big time, and it's like him pointing and laughing at them, and also <laughs> like your motives, like you're like you're trying, you're you're saying you know oh, I just want to be a dancer, like make something of myself, but like you're really just aspiring to sell yourself for fame you know like it's well there's that line by that guy in the casino uh, you're going to sell it eventually <laughs> <laughs> i got so basically bunch of quotes from that guy who's awesome later on so it, it's kind of about her working her way up from being in a it first, doesn't hone in well, on yeah I, first she's I'm, in a strip club and then she gets a at a at like a nice show i don't the Apollo or this story is going to sound called. real uninteresting. It's because it's real. It is real uninteresting. It kind of is, but I look at it as this is Paul Verhoeven pointing his finger and laughing at American gratuity and how they don't even realize their own gratuity. Like he has gratuity in his movies and it's like a celebration. It's like look at this, look what I've done, and it's hilarious. And that's this is why you're dumb for thinking it's it's great. Uh, strip. Showgirls, not striptease. Showgirls is, it's him like, yeah, you Americans are all whores. That's like, that's <laughs> what I viewed the movie as. And it was hilarious to so, watch under that regard. So, so basically she goes along that plot line and just meets despicable people along the way that she works with. And that's, yeah. that's basically the whole do we, movie. Andy, you, you whole seem movie. to have quite a bit of notes. Do you have a rundown of the characters? Who, who do we meet that... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so as I, said, or, as I said earlier, every character in this movie is just the biggest piece of shit, including the protagonist. Like, so, protagonist... Yeah, she's Jeff, not likable. You want bad things to happen to her because she's, she's so unlikable. Like a, she's like a broken, floozy type. This is a wide generalization, no. but, but, it's, but it's a movie, all right? There's, this is just the, the casting line. Mm -hmm. uh, That's a legitimate like a floozy, archetype. A broken, type, type. Who's, <laughs> who's been exploited by her sexuality, but the more you watch the movie, she's clearly exploiting her, her own sexuality as well. Uh, I just want to bring up that all the characters uh, to his credit in this movie, which I still think is a flop. Um, he makes I mean, them all was. round characters. So sure. during watching it, you see that these characters go from being total pieces of shit, flat characters, just scumbags, like, hey, uh, give me a blowjob and you can stick around next week. <laughs> um, and then he flips them into good characters and, and then goes flips back them back and forth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back and forth so then times. so then she along the way she meets uh, a black dude who's basically ends up exploiting women for the promise of being in his dance show yeah oh, I, I wrote a for dance just i wrote a dance just for you he, yeah i wrote a lead part yeah, he didn't say i have a problem yeah. with pussy or something like that yeah yeah, yeah it's a, but he's he's like he's he's uh, invites her back. The, the invites Jesse back to to his place and says, "You know, I I wrote a part just for you. I really like you." And then they're about to fuck, and then she's like, "No, I'm on my period." That's a real thing that happens in the movie, by the way. He sticks his fingers. Uh, in. Oh yeah, no, you gotta finish that scene because it's checks. so funny. I'll get back to it. But then later, uh, he. 
you, she visits his apartment again just uh, just uh, spontaneously, and he's with another woman. And she and after Jess, after Jesse leaves, the woman's like. Oh, so I can be in your show? He's like, yeah, of course. I wrote it just for you. So he's telling this to everybody. But originally, when we see this guy, you think, yeah, this is a good guy. Like he's a dancer, and she's by this point, she's a stripper in the movie, and he just wants to give her a break, and maybe they'll actually fall for each other. But then you find out he's just doing this to he, all the women he, in Vegas, yeah. basically. They, awesome. This character, it, it's really fucking. The movie's too long, and it's, they it's trick way too they trick long. the audience with this character too, because he comes in and he's introduced as like. You want to dance? Like, I'm going to treat you or yeah. I'm going to help you become a real dancer. So you think the movie's going to be about her becoming a real dancer. No. And it's not. And he's like, <laughs> it's not that's, at all. That's what makes this great. He's like, like, you're stripping. What... You're not dancing. I'm going to show you how to dance. And it's like, no, he still just wants a stripper. He Am still I the just only one who finds this brilliant? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you think that's what this movie's going to be about. And that's probably what the studio want. But instead, yeah, like, it's not. Uh, no. She just, just turns out to be a piece of shit at hour and a half in. Like, it, it's I mean. Rough. He, yeah, he didn't. It wasn't that big of a bait and switch. It was like the he's like sees this hot chick. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go dance with that chick. He's like, dude, you're working at the club. You can't go dance with her. No, no, no. I'll just leave my shift. And yeah, like, like he didn't seem like Flinter. that stand up of a guy. This whole, like, on really, this note, like, this whole subplot with her meeting this black dude could have been entirely cut from the movie and it wouldn't affect the story in any way. And it yeah, takes up a good chunk of time. I'm gonna say at least twenty to thirty, 20, maybe 20, forty minutes. minutes. Yeah. Uh, it could be completely cut. And the movie's like over There's two hours. There's a few hours, tangents. So. The Andrew Carver tangent that they We're getting on. there. Oh, That's man. a great what tangent. Is that? Sure. Well, no one knows what that means. But anyway, <laughs> to, to finish the story, she goes back, Jesse goes back to this black dude's house and he's like, oh, I got this role, this, this role in my dance show just for you. He's teaching her some dance moves. Very quickly, it, it, evolves into just her giving him a lap dance. Yeah. And then he goes to put her hand down her pants. Like, he does put her hand down her pants. She's like, no, 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 I'm on, I'm on my period. And he's like, oh, whatever, I got towels. He said he puts puts his hands on her pants. She, she's like, "Oh, I'm on my period." Then he says, uh, "I don't believe you because he's not. He hasn't yeah. fully gone uh, down her pants." Yeah. She, he's, she's like, "Oh, why don't you check?" Puts his hand down his pants, pulls them out, and you don't actually see any blood. But he's no, kind of he's a, you can tell he's have. a little bit grossed up. But he's like, "Oh, whatever, baby, I got towels." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene. So we <laughs> This is one of, one of the great scenes in Showgirls where uh, one of the many. a guy shoves his hand in a woman's vagina and pulls some blood out and, yeah. and uh, says, not a problem, we can continue on. Another. That's the type of class you can expect. This is what Paul Verhoeven thinks well, of Americans. Well, let's visit some of the other classy characters. Yeah. Yes. Quite often, the first or second thing the character says gives you a, a, a male perfect, character. Yeah, male character. Yeah. Like the clubber you referred to. Yeah. When uh, he brings this new girl on, Penny, and he's like, no, you're Hope now. Because her name's too what? Too... Oh, yeah, so so this is the next character here. We have the strip club owner. Yeah, who, her, her club boss. Owner. He's her, awesome. Her boss early in the movie, and he is just... As sleazy as as the most stereotypical version of that character you, you can gotta imagine. You got to know, every time there's a scene with a bunch of women, you, women, you're just bored out of your mind, and then a man walks on, <laughs> and then the scene immediately gets awesome, so, and he just starts saying rude not things the to them. And not you're the just most kill- original thing from Paul Verhoeven, yeah. well, not just any <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he walks in, and like he's just having some scuffle with some of, like, all of the strippers, basically, yeah. at the same time. All of time, them hate like, him. He's like, hey, he's like, he's talking to some new girl. He's like, oh, you start next week. And he's like, uh, and later tonight you can give me a blowjob. She looks all shocked. He's like, all right, you got to show in five minutes. It's just completely, yeah. just slips like, in like you're going to be giving me a blowjob later. Just slips it in just in the middle of a yeah. conversation. What, what he says is, if you want to last longer than a week, you give me a blowjob. <laughs> First, I get you used to the money. 
then I make you swallow. <laughs> and she's like, is she serious? It definitely and then has, he just walks off. It definitely like, oh, has hilarious. some of the cartooniness of, of RoboCop. Yeah, like that line yeah. is like, that's pretty cartoony. This movie feels like him trying to do one of his older, more dramatic, like drama, like character piece movies, but also doing a, a RoboCop sort yeah. of satire. At the, like he's trying to mix both worlds, and maybe that's why it didn't. And it's much more heavy on the drama, so don't don't think it's going to be a good. It's time. More heavy than RoboCop, yeah, but <laughs> it's still like laughable. The joke with uh, that club owner, the strip club owner, and he introduces that new girl. Her name is Penny, and he yeah. com- he comes in and he's like, "This is Hope," and he like introduces her as yeah. Hope to everybody. And she's like, my name's Penny. And he's like, nobody wants to fuck a, a Penny. They yeah. want to fuck a uh, Hope. A uh, Heather. Or, you know, our lead yeah. actress, Jesse, yeah. way, way later in the movie, meets her in private and yeah. calls her Hope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the degrading name, yeah, that's so fucking great. Um, so then, the next club owner is uh, is like the the bigger, more classy Las Vegas show. It's not a strip. It's not a sh- strip uh, club, but it's, it's it's like a glorified. It's 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 yeah, well, and that's what they call it in the movie. Like yeah. it's it's just it's a classier event. They got pyrotechnics. It's, it's like a, a big, big Orpheum theater styled show. hall, but they are still it's just, just all the women are just topless. That's the difference. Yeah, they're but it's just still topless. more like a big theater. It's like show. River Dance yeah. without any bras on. Choreography. Yeah, <laughs> um, we'll get to the get to, get to the casting director last because that's the person oh, I want to talk to most. About. Oh, I love oh, him. Man. There's the there's the the goddess show owner who's Kyle McLaughlin. That's the show we're talking about. The goddess. Yeah, show. it's called Goddess. Uh, like the showrunner, and at first he. Uh, he takes her back to his place and bangs her. Seems like a somewhat decent guy trying to get her a bigger role. But then he just like starts blackmailing her for her, for yeah. her, 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 uh, her, this? her criminal history. That guy. Oh, the yeah, guy that she skipped over the, pa- the, the part where his girlfriend buys him a lap dance from her well, as some so weird this, tension thing and, and show of ownership know, over her. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe club, this. Orders her for 500 bucks, gets her to give her, this guy uh, a lap dance, and yep. he jizzes in his pants. Yeah, from being like dry humped. Yeah. Essentially. And her dry humping is if, fucking insane. So, if someone has never seen this movie, it would be very hard to follow what's going, going on right now. She's giving, she's giving this guy a lap dance as a show of aggression to another girl who's watching. That's Which in essence hot. what it is. But yeah, her lap dance moves, uh, they're so, so aggressive. I don't, uh, yeah, aggressive and just like constant, sharp, fast movements. But then she does this one move that comes back into the movie later, Where which she is leads. the funniest thing. She's, she's kind of, she's sitting, she's sitting on his lap facing him. And she kind of. <laughs> in the pool, right? It's awkward. No, no, you know, in, really she's still getting in the lap dance yeah. and she leans backwards and does like this. Body flight, like her body is now, par- her body's now running parallel. Like a fish. Her body's now running like <laughs> yeah. parallel to the floor, yeah. but he's, she's still kind of sitting on his lap. I'm trying to just grab We can act it out here. We're on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, uh, here, get over here, Muller. Oh, boy. Okay, hop, hop on. Yeah, Richard, you hop on Muller. Says, <laughs> Why would you do So all our audio is probably fucked up. <laughs> Look at you go. You can't get up, can you? Okay, yeah. And then she flails by. So, right. uh, anyway, let's get back to. Remember, we're in fucking audio format, and there's basically zero people watching this video. Well, there's one person. Two people watching. Is Hazard watching? We got at least our one. first anyway, ever live stream. Who's with our, watching this? Uh, I got. Uh, <laughs> Richard's probably one of them. Hey, Megan. <laughs> and so she starts doing this that. weird body flailing lap dancing. Yeah. It's the most weird non-erotic thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And then later in the movie, she she mm. goes back to his place and they they bang in a pool and there's this 
a very typical kind of boring, sensual, romantic scene as they're about to fuck in a pool. They start kind of banging, and then she does that move for real this time because before it was just a lap dance, but now they're Except actually banging. In a fountain. And it's it, it's so weird. It's like yeah. this would, so now there's water this is, flailing this around. This would never be. This wasn't a practical move as a lap dance, and it's less of a practical move I've had as a lot fucking of sex. in a pool. And that's that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that's weird shit. Product placement uh, for our podcast here. Wendy's. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy's. Yes. Um, but let, let let's get to the best character in this movie. We all know who I'm. I'm a wreck. We know. He's like the show producer, but he's basically the casting the goddess director show. for the goddess show, this big uh, showgirls theater show. And she's auditioning alongside like 20 other girls auditioning. And Did you he... say auditioning? <laughs> they're doing, yeah, he says weird stuff. They're like doing Wong. math. <laughs> What's wrong with auditioning? Auditioning. Yeah, mm, auditioning is math. <laughs> auditioning. Auditioning. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he just walks up. I'm a, I've got a list of quotes that I just want to read directly mm-hmm. off of this guy. because His character's name is Tony Moss, which I think I'll never forget. He's one of my favorite movie characters of all time now. So he just walks up. There's like 10, 10 to 15-ish auditioning girls in a row. Uh, so, okay, ladies, I'm Tony Moss. I produce this show. Some of you probably have heard I'm a prick. I am a prick. I got an interest here, and that's the show. I don't care whether you live or die. I want to see you dance. I want to see you smile. I can't use you if you can't smile. I can't use you if you can't show. I can't use you if you can't sell. And that's how he introduces himself. Just as sleazy Spot as that. On. Spot on. By the way. Because Great. I love that. I rewatched this scene this morning because it's so <laughs> awesome. Uh, and he's just going down the line before they even just show off their dance moves. He's just going down the line, judging them as they look. It, and it's so funny. Like the first girl he walks up who has fairly large breasts, not hilariously large, but large, says, what are, what are these watermelons? This is a stage, babe, not a patch. See, <laughs> off patch. right away, walks up to another chick, looks at her face for a few seconds. Come back when you fucked some of this baby fat off as he holds her cheeks. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> just kicks her out. He's just going down the line. It's so funny. Or like the one chick, he, he's like, oh, you, haven't you been here before? Yeah. He's like, she's yeah. like, yeah, you know, you told me to fix my nose. Yeah. And so I went and got plastic surgery. And he's like, oh, the nose does look good. Yeah. But your but, ears are sticking out. But your ears are sticking out. <laughs> Come back when you fix your ears. <laughs> what sends her what's off. great. So this is, this is more brilliant Paul Verhoeven because she looks kind of disappointed, but she doesn't look that disgusted. She just walks off and is kind of like, oh, damn, I got to work on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah like, none of, all of them this. accept it. You're yeah. just like, yep, yeah, this, this is how things are. Yeah. <laughs> so then... She finally, she kind of moves on to the next step of the audition. Um, and, <laughs> Good. and they do some dance moves or whatever. And then he's like, I don't, this, this isn't, I don't have this one written down. But he says something like, all right, ladies, I want to see your tits. And they look kind of shocked. <laughs> he says, come on, this is the top of the show. I need to see your tits. Let's go, let's go. And snap his face. And they look so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, they take their tops off. He's kind of looking at the breasts. He gets to uh, Jesse, the main character. And uh <laughs> Like, Saved uh, by the bell, chick. He uh, says, you got something wrong with your nipples? She's like, why? He's like, they're not hard. Come on, get them hard. I want to see, see your nipples. I'm erect. Why aren't you erect? <laughs> Come on, pinch them pinch or, or something. He you gets want his, me to pinch them for you? He's like, I'll, yeah. says, I'll do it. He gets his assistant. <laughs> to, to be fair, he doesn't make any like gropes or anything on her. Or no, anything. I don't He's think like, so. you do it yourself. No, However, he does, he does, I mean, and immediately after this, get his assistant to bring up some ice. He's like, come on, rub these on your nipples. <laughs> and then, and then she's this guy is brilliant in every scene he's in. His delivery is so funny. It's so over the top. And again, I'm just thinking about Paul Verhoeven thinking, yeah, this is America. This, <laughs> this, is, is, this, is, America. Yeah. this is America. 
This is America. My favorite Ugh. character in the movie is so fucking great. Uh, but let's get to some baby boomers are shit of the week. Baby boomers are shit of the week. Taking care of business. I wonder if we can get sued for singing that song. Yeah. Now you have to sing enough of it. Like you can do like twenty. You can do like a little a little like line. And if we're not, and if, if we're singing sing it, it, really? No, Fair not you, if you're if singing, you're singing it. it. Not if we're. Uh, I've just it. seen on movies they'll reference like, yeah, we couldn't hum this theme song, you know, this song in our thing because we'd have to pay the rights. No, that's that's like a factoid. For, but we're not making any money. We off have Happy the, Birthday now. That's we're not a, making any money off the show. There's nothing. There's nothing for them to. We'd have to be monetizing it anyway. It's a fact. No, of course we're making money. I'm getting paid by rape apologists. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for this episode, a limited no, liability company. I, they'll write us up. They'll write us up in a I have then. heard a. I have heard a story. I can't remember oh, like which actor it's from, uh, where he would like write in. He would write in his character always humming a certain tune, so that so that like the studio would have to pay for the rights for it or something along Weird. those lines. So uh, hopefully that doesn't apply to podcasts. Uh, no, continue on with baby. Uh, I do know. Shit. Just on this note, because this is a funny note. There's a, a guy. He does like gaming videos. I can't remember his name. It's like Inquisition or something like that. I don't remember. Loser. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but he did this thing to get around. Like his his videos kept getting flagged for copyright stuff. Because yeah, like three seconds of some song would play, the YouTube algorithm would would flag it and. It he wouldn't be able to monetize it or whatever. So any video like that, what he would started intentionally doing is putting two different companies, like copyrighted material of it, so that they would have to fight for monetization and none of the companies would want to do it, so they'd just back off. Interesting. <laughs> That's brilliant. So really he just fun. played two copyrighted yeah, works. Yeah, from, from separate companies, so, so that both of them would have to try and argue one for of them the monetization has to make the claim. of it. Yeah, one of them has to make a claim. And then either it would just be a middle finger to them, be like, all right, you guys have it, and they'd just be bickering and arguing it. But a lot of the times the company would, would just like, oh, fuck it, this isn't worth it. Mm -hmm. That's Just because awesome. it's just some guy making that's stupid great. gaming videos. But anyway, that's not important. What's important is hating on baby boomers. Let's, hate Let's on get boomers. to it. All right, one thing I find super annoying about boomers is they are the only ones keeping cable alive. Yeah, oh, I can't agree more. Extremely true. Yeah, and that, that's basically it. Uh, I think cable's stupid. I haven't paid for it in a very long time. Yeah. And you're an idiot if you pay for cable. Yeah. Dude, cable when they go is, away, it's cables die. I love how the cable companies more and more are releasing products and packages that just make it more like the internet. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you can yeah. talk to your remote now and tell yeah. it what you want to watch. Where it's just eventually Aren't just going to become a streaming service. Aren't you also paying for the fucking service. internet? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, my parents have cable and I just go to channel 422 uh, where Netflix is and oh, I press really? okay and I watch it. <laughs> I watch it on They this. have Netflix on Yeah, cable on the satellite. Now? Yeah, all the satellite boxes you can just access it by going to a certain yeah, channel. That's fine. So, except like it's a really internet. terrible version that's really slow and like doesn't scroll very well. Mm -hmm. So, if you just want a way worse version of Netflix, that's yeah. that's all I use their cable for. I haven't had cable in so long, but every now and then I'll be at someone's house, yeah. like, likely my parents. Uh and seeing cable flicking through, like looking through the guide of what shows on, I'm just thinking, this who the fuck has this? Why would anyone have this? It's just garbage. There's and nothing if you on. Want to watch garbage. Google it. Uh, the, like you can <laughs> just yeah. search in some garbage. Only argument. The only argument I've heard for it, and this is not one that 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 I care about at all, is that cables like it's the only proper way. There's no proper streaming thing for sports. I know there kind of is, but there's nothing quite like Netflix. Well, they, there is. They, no. That'll go away but eventually. They've but. nickel and dimed everybody in the way that if you want to watch all the hockey games, it costs you more than if you had cable and could watch yeah. all of the different yeah. sports networks. So kind one network yeah. will sell you a subscription yes. to just their network for an amount that doesn't quite hit that price point. Yeah. 
cable is basically going to a video store where all of the videos are like those 10-in-one movie DVDs yeah. <laughs> where, that you get in the bargain bin. It's like 10 Westerns on one yeah. DVD. But none of them are good. <laughs> yeah, none of us. <laughs> all garbage. Nothing sure. you want to watch. Our, our shelves are just stacked full of it. It's like, and I remember, I think we used to have TBS and at least you could watch Sleepless in Seattle once a week or something. But, you yeah. know, now that, I, don't, I don't think that's really on anymore. So, so I want to uh, yeah. sell this even further because it's not just boomers keeping cable alive and cable's awful. That is, that's all true and whatever. But have you ever seen a boomer use cable? Yep. <laughs> it's far more interesting because, so for cable, for those who don't, haven't never seen it because you shouldn't have at this point, <laughs> uh, there's like a little guide you can pop up. You hit the guide button and you can just scroll through the channels and see what's on and then pick something. Yeah. But I've seen a handful of boomers, you can probably guess who. They uh, still surf it? They just still surf through the channels and don't even use the guide. They're just going, just going up and down the channel one at a time, oh, sitting there watching. My, like, oh my use, gosh! Use the fucking guide. What are you doing? <laughs> this is this is way way, way worse. Slower. Way worse. And you than have like, satellite now, so you got like eight hundred channels. Yeah, on there. this is way worse than just you're not what you're not using Netflix or, or or the internet for this stuff now. You're still using cable. Like even if they're doing that, you know, they're old or whatever. Maybe I can, you know, yeah, outside yeah. of this segment, I can give it some kind of forgiveness. But then you see, they're still. Through the like, what year is this? I mean, this, yeah. you're living TV in like 1997. Are, what are you doing? I mean, it's not even 1997. We had a TV guide <laughs> know, in 1997. I'm pretty sure we've had TV guides since like the 70s yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So with that in mind, I think that the reason that they're doing it is because they don't want to watch anything, no. and they have no concept of value. They're just flicking until something kind of makes them feel yeah, good like a, a little bit. No, I guess I'll leave it there. Yeah. Or they're just trying to find the news channel because that's all I ever see. It's not uh, we, cable watch. Yeah. It's news uh, or we've, sports. We've been over this. It's A and E shows like Pawn Stars and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Home renovation news and uh, I mean, in my household, there wouldn't which is still have been available sports, on so. the internet. Yeah, in the odd time, I get convinced from like you know you're at someone's house and they're watching cable. I'm like. Man, cable would be a little convenient. You know, yeah. I probably wouldn't yeah. have seen this if I had. And you then the advertisements fed. come on. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to blow my I'm brain. Well, yeah. then you realize that a half hour show is only actually like yeah. 18 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And the rest of it's advertisements. Anyway. Idiots. Have you seen this commercial? No, I haven't seen commercials in like six years. Boomers, yeah. <laughs> boomers really are the only ones keeping this yeah. alive because Gen X, they're, they're wise to Netflix. The they cable are, companies now. They and they're the ones well, with, they, with, well I can't blame them because they're just trying to stay alive as yes. best they can I can blame them a little bit because they didn't adapt to technology or they've done a really poor job yes. adapting to the market uh, but you know they're a company I, mean, I don't care what they I don't care about their financials yeah. it's the baby boomers that annoy me because they're still they're still buying into their crappy yeah. like dated marketing ideas so to me what's going to happen is that it'll keep dwindling yep. so yes, in order to happening. make up for it cable they'll have to increase their the prices that's right and so the problem with baby boomers is that they have enough money to keep paying those yeah. prices as they go up. Or so they'll unaware. well, eventually, you know, they'll die. Eventually, so. <laughs> but it's like, but it could and be a lot longer than off. it needs to be. Uh, well, th there is one other thing, kind of keeping it alive, is just uh, internet isn't as common like around like not everyone right, has yeah, it. Not like, that's one thing that is that's still right. keeping it alive like we think of the internet and yeah everyone has the internet you have it on your fucking phone just on the go now but it's mm -hmm. not as common as you think I think it's like still no you can just go to like uh, Agassi or not Agassi but like Popcom uh, yeah just, just like shitty little like, there are places they don't have the internet in the or it's so shitty they have satellite internet but it's even it's like a, two gigs a month <laughs> especially when you wander when you wander outside of America and western countries it's far less common I think it's like yes. less than 50% of the world so there are some other factors keeping alive but in our part of the world 
world. It's boomers keeping. We just need some yeah. robots to fix this problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, our, like we need some block companies shame. like Facebook robots and Google. Robots don't watch cable. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I went to kill the baby boomers. Uh, get, Massive uh, the, companies like Facebook and Google are jockeying for the position of being internet service providers for like India and all these. Yeah, that's a scary idea. Yeah, it is because they are actually India? just oh. going to become major. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about yeah. I was, I was talking about India. Don't give them the internet. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is the first step toward them. like the Bank of Seven Eleven, which I think we've talked about yes. before. And I, I, you know, I'm kind Did of bored because it's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah my brother James, he went to Th- just to briefly skim over because we've talked about it before. He went to Thailand and he talked about how there's a Bank of Seven Eleven. And immediately before he said that, I didn't want to know anything more about it because I'm just picturing. Like people using Slurpee as their currency. Uh, that, I saw. I know that's probably not what it is, but I don't. I don't want to know anything more than that. No. So nobody look it up. I don't want to know. Don't tell uh, me. It. It is kind of. Yeah. It's a very Verhoeven future that, <laughs> that we're looking at Still here. The future. Facebook. The bank of Facebook, and uh, you can go into my Facebook uh, Meta. My doctor. You know what <laughs> He's the, a big like, F. The real. AI. The real funny thing about Showgirls is. It's so funny that it's this movie about strippers and it's just nonstop nudity and erotica or whatever. Quote erotica. Yeah, that's why I said it. Yeah. Right. yeah that's no, why I said it kind of in a funny voice. Yeah. No. Uh, this is, despite all that, this is one of the least arousing movies I've ever seen. It is. <laughs> okay, so, I, I'm glad that's the point you were leading up yes. to because I really wanted to get on that. Um, yeah, it's like there's so much like... Not Every girl only weighs like 120 pounds oh, or like yeah. 110 big pounds. Negative, big Do you hear the negativity in Muller's voice? Big when he thumbs said that? down for this one. Other than that fat lady, but she was kind of blocky. You know, now she that, wasn't the she funniest wasn't fucking like, thing. So yeah, no we're like we're like 20ish minutes into the movie. There's just constant like tits flying in your face and all these like supermodel looking broads, and you know we're all quiet, kind of just making jokes here and there about the movie, and then. Like, they introduced this fat broad. She works at the strip club, but she's not quite a stripper. She's kind of like a comedy act before they... Yeah. Like an opening comedy yeah. act. She's like the and mom of all the strippers. Like five you know? min- she- after, like, five minutes of this, Muller's sitting behind me on a computer chair behind the coach, and I just hear him chime and be like, oh, she's great. She's, <laughs> she's really funny. She's hilarious, man. She's actually telling jokes. The one fat person in this movie, this disgusting slob, and that's when you're like, oh, she's, she's awesome, she, was, she had all these hilarious jokes. She's like making funny jokes about. She's like, uh, that looks like the t- uh, the the big tumor I got taken out of my cunt last yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> I didn't know that she had she had so, she had a she was a character. Like yeah, she, she like actually had personality, you know. And that, that that was a breath of fresh air after watching Showgirls. But, other than that, that, well, that casting director. Well, to me, director. she's less yeah. interesting because I'm watched like I watched the rest of this movie, and all these characters are super flat and boring. But when you really look at them, including the protagonist, like I said, they're all the biggest pieces of shit with just sleaze ulterior motives yeah. every single character and the only character in this movie that isn't a total piece of shit uh, yes, is, is it, you can trust I guess. fat people uh, <laughs> but she doesn't get a lot of uh, screen time no, no she's not a main character I mean when she's on the screen she's taking up a lot of it but she doesn't get a lot of time on the screen um, the only character her friend yeah, her friend, her black chick who... And like, what happens to her? She's the only character in this movie that isn't a total piece of shit. She's, the yeah, whole movie, roommate. she seems like a good person. She doesn't show any sleazy ulterior motive oh. at all. She's just a good person through and through to the end. Yeah. Uh, she gets brutally gang-raped by yep. a celebrity that she would totally admired and loved and was crushing on for no real reason either. Like I, I say no real reason, I just mean... 
this celebrity would have no reason to be gang yeah, raped. Yeah, so strange. Shit. She so was in. Strange. She was She's clearly in, gonna do it. She was like she, in yeah, love with him. him. She was fawning over him the whole time. All the just a cheesy little like typical. Uh, she was love, into it. like in, like romance sort of thing. Like oh oh I can't wait to meet him. Oh he's so handsome. Blah blah. And then he's like charming, and you know, at this party that they're at where they meet him, and takes her back into the room and gang rapes him with his bouncers. It's like, oh my god! And this is like the only character in the movie that isn't a piece of shit gets brutally gang raped. And again, you look at that and you think, oh, this is you know, it's just this is a just exploitation movie, whatever. But I'm thinking at it from this is what Paul Verhoeven thinks of Americans. Yeah. It's like the only the, good person the only gets, good person yeah. is just getting fucked by all the non-good people. Always, all the time, brutally. And it's like the end of the movie. She, near the end of the movie, she gets gang raped and she's hospitalized because she was it was that brutal. And that's how that's the end of that character's arc. We see her in the yep. hospital recovering. Uh Jesse leaves gets Los, a bit of revenge. Jesse's leaves Los Los Angeles after getting a yeah, minor revenge. So minor. And this character is left in the hospital alone with no family and no friends. No. Nope. This is the only good, Just totally good person in the whole such a strange movie. movie. There are good themes in the movie but i don't think that overall the movie hit where it was trying to no that's like i said i think he was trying to hit back to his his more traditional movies that he did before doing american movies but also trying to do what he did with the, i think he's trying to do both yeah, and that's was. where it doesn't hit quite the same like this is no this isn't like the sex version of robocop it almost uh, is and in, in, it should have been that in some did. ways it is but mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't have the same the same charm. Like I watch Robocop and I just got a, the ear to ear mm -hmm. grin the whole fucking time. Uh, yeah. It, it, it ultimately is just a pointless movie and it's mm -hmm. just a gratuitous display of how much Paul Verhoeven uh, loathes mm -hmm. American culture and American yeah. gratuity. It's so fucking it's funny. funny. Uh, before we, we, or right at the beginning of the movie, I made a crack that it was neon demon. It's just a, Poor man, uh, yeah. Sh uh, sh uh, poor man, showgirls. Yeah, and, neon. <laughs> and it was funny. We started joking, and you're like, you know what? The guy who directed Neon Demon, who also did like Drive, God, Only God Forgive, some artsy movies. Nicholas Winden Reffin. Yeah, you were like, I can almost guarantee this guy loves showgirls because he's just a kind of a weirdo. I guarantee it. Too. So I looked it up. And uh, <laughs> oh, so there's numerous interviews where he talks about how much he loves showgirls. He brought when his wife, him and his wife had just started dating. They, uh, they went and saw it in the theater. <laughs> and he said, oh, I remember when we went to see showgirls at the cinema and she hated it. She thought it was a vile, degrading, yeah. misogynistic, terrible film. We just met. So I was completely agreeing with her being like, oh, you're so right. <laughs> but inside I was like, oh, God, this movie is so good. <laughs> I love that, man. Fun fact about Who is Nick. this, sorry? Is this, have you seen the movie Drive? That's, the, that's his uh, most popular movie. Yes, it's, that's a really yeah. good movie. Fucking fantastic. So he's a real like art house style director. Even that movie is his most accessible, despite how it is weird. And it's definitely, it is weird. Yeah, it's definitely it is weird. very yeah. stylized and not at all a traditional, yeah. despite having Ryan Gosling like a big star, yeah. not at all a traditional like yeah. blockbuster style movie. And it's not a blockbuster. His other movies are far more yeah. like harder to get into. Like if you're not into artsy stuff, you'll watch The Neon Demon. Like The Neon Demon has like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's very polarizing. It's very awesome. polarizing. His, his yeah. style is very like some people are going to hate this and some people are going to love this just yeah. more visually driven than Drive because people talk about Drive yeah. they talk about how little uh, Ryan Gosling talks because he barely talks in the oh, movie that's a good movie yeah. uh, that's like way way more 
uh, dialogue than his other movies. Especially yeah. only he also did Only God Forgives. Only God Forgives. He's probably Ryan Gosling, who speaks even less. He probably less. speaks half of what he does in Drive. Yeah, in I barely talk. Anyways, about it. Yeah, Neon Demon, like. Guy. Yeah, Neon Demon is awesome. It's about a, a girl who tries to make it. She goes by herself to L.A., tries to make it uh, as a model. Did he make this Except after it's actually good. Showgirls? Well, well, this, this came, came out, out like a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, 2016. Oh, okay. So anyway, we were joking because we know that director is a bit of a weirdo yeah. about how he, he probably likes Showgirls. And obviously I he does. Knew it. There's another interview where he, the guy interviewing him was wearing a RoboCop t-shirt. Yeah. He goes, oh, cool shirt, by the way. That's actually one of my favorite sci-fi films. RoboCop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers. Paul Verhoeven made three amazing movies in a row. I actually met him at Canis this year. We both had films in competition. I said, I'm a younger version of you. He laughed. <laughs> he's such a good is. filmmaker. I like Showgirls, too. <laughs> so he's on record numerous times talking I about Showgirls. Because Nicholas Winding Refn, I've heard all sorts of stuff about how much he loves like old, just sleaze B-movies yeah. and like, exploitation-style movies. So yeah. there's a movie from the 80s called Maniac. Maniac. They did a remake of it. Familiar. They did yeah. a remake of it with no. Elijah Wood in 2013. Oh, I haven't seen that. Which is, which is great. Everyone yeah. should watch it. I've never actually seen the original, but I've heard about it in that it's just an unapologetically violent, grotesque, like it's just a movie, a slasher movie, basically. Uh, Nicholas Winding, this movie came out in the 80s. Nicholas Winding Refn's only been a movie, making movies like early 2000s, maybe late 90s, some of his early stuff. Uh, so he had nothing to do with this movie. Nicholas Winding Refn loves this movie so much that on the Blu-ray re-release of the original Maniac, the Sleaze Fest, he has a commentary track on it for some reason. No, was that Maniac Cop? He did that on? Oh, one of... I think it was Maniac Cop. Was it Maniac Yeah. Shit. Either, either anyway, way. Either way, so Maniac, Maniac yeah. Cop, same director as, as the original Maniac. Oh, is that right? Uh, he Also just another, like, violent slasher yeah. movie with, with a guy who used to be a cop, basically. That's yeah. what it is. And Nicholas Winding Refn had nothing to do with this movie way before he was making movies. He has a commentary track on the official Blu-ray. It's not like something he released on the internet. Hey, watch, listen to my commentary track while watching this movie that I love. He, on the official Blu-ray release for the movie, he has a commentary track on it. So I knew Nicholas Winding Refn and when I was watching Showgirls and, I, and yeah, we had the comparisons to Neon Demon. Yeah. I knew, yeah, I, I bet Nicholas Winding Refn loves this movie. He loves And he's doing a re he's apparently producing a remake of Maniac Cop too. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that too. It's awesome. Anyway, yeah, it's pretty. So he's a bit of a weirdo. Anyway, so. Um, where the fuck did Muller go? I don't know. So while he's gone, I want to read another awesome quote from Al Torres, the strip club owner. So him, Tony and, Moss, the character name, Tony Moss. No, 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 no. Al Torres is oh, the, 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 the strip club owner. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So him and so many fat, characters that are basically yeah, the same. The fat chick show up uh, to say hey to Jesse. Yep. She's a she's part of the new the new act. Oh, and they're just they're, exactly they're there to wish her it. luck, and uh, they're making weird comments. Anyway, they're, they're okay. Well, you know, hope you're doing good. We'll see you later. And then it's as they're walking, this weird scene where prior to this, uh, the last time we saw the strip club owner, he's just being a constant asshole, being like, yeah, "You gotta gross. give me blowjobs if you want to make it in this industry." Just yeah. And he never has any turn. And then yeah. all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, it's came to." Wish you luck. It's good yeah. to see your face again. And man. the fat chick, so she's kind of like the mother, and he's kind of like the father, which is really weird. Sort and of. yeah, so he, as he's walking out, yeah, he turns they, around, they and they have this, 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 this. You can tell it's like a, a moment, and he looks yeah. at her and goes, "You know, must be weird not having anybody come on you." Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then she kind of goes, she does a little nod. She's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> so weird. Like, yeah. You guys not love this movie? This is yeah. brilliant. So <laughs> What's weird. wrong with you? Yeah, it's hilarious. You guys ready for some dating advice? Yeah. Yes, well, I mean, I'm please. pretty much ready to close up Showgirls. I would. Well, like, why don't we close up Showgirls and we'll finish with some yeah, dating advice? Exactly. Yes. Uh, to sum up this movie, like the, like the <laughs> plot, the plot of this movie, 
by the end of our movie, our protagonist is exactly where she, in the exact same position yep. that she started, having learned nothing, yeah. heading to a new, leaving Las Vegas, heading to a new life in L.A. For some <laughs> reason, like, she even, even gets into the truck with the with lead the same singer. Guy. Literally um, the exact same position as when she started. Yeah. Uh, but she's heading off to L.A., which is like, this is another place where Paul Verhoeven's, like, he's thinking the same thing of L.A., of people going there, yeah. aspiring to be an actress yes. and just being exploited and, then ex- and also exploiting themselves like so she's just going up from one bad position to another bad position and that's the spin that's why i think that, yeah this is no robocop or anything but this is kind of brilliant it is okay it's, all right so let's close it off with some dating advice i'm excited to hear your see your ideas here richard yeah oh, yeah so yeah, okay. uh we wow. you're our tinder pro yeah i don't know if we've had you in for a dating advice segment yet so we got we got two uh we got two ways we've been able to help our fans. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I can't help. So our, help <laughs> our fans. So I got uh, Karen here sent in her uh, sent in her dating profile uh, from the internet. Um, so we, let's see if we can help her spruce up her profile. Oh, that sounds so, great. Yeah, Ow. yeah. So, uh, all right. So this is uh, Karen underscore D O seven. It's like a double O seven. So that's. D O D zero big Ronnie James D zero seven fix that first. sign me up I'd say it's D-O-7. like a double O seven oh it's like James I Bond. heard D-O. that's cool like Ronnie James D O oh yeah uh, her profession <laughs> sorry continue oh, that, yeah. her prof- her profession is pro procrastinator fix that pro capitalist so it's just, just a, a let me just ask just you just the one comedian. burning question about her online dating profile is, is it there one a that translates well into audio <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a picture of her <laughs> yes there is, is a photo she, is she ugly. Uh, well, don't ask Muller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much? How much does she weigh first before you answer the question? Uh, could she fit in a boat? In a boat. <laughs> yeah. you, I don't know. I don't know what you're asking could you me. Get in a canoe <laughs> with her. Yeah. So sorry. Her profession. Back her, her profession here. We're her, trying to her, help her. Her career. Her we got to help her. First off, first off, just to relate to what Rich is saying, if you're like 300 pounds or whatever, just take one of those uh, top-down photos looking down so people yeah, can't see how much of right. a fucking whale Make you are. Make your tits look there you as go. big that's as they <laughs> are. Hide the rest. Huge boobies. Somebody will be into it. Muller here is into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's well established. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll get into the dis- I'll get into her description. Yeah, we'll yeah. see if we can help. So so a little about me. I am very sarcastic. Whoa, that's sarcastic. Yeah, she, she has sarcastic. a dark sense of humor yeah. too. Yeah, I'm already getting. It's already taken down. It's like, oh, I I love humor. And the first inkling of an offensive. Anyway, sorry. Literally yeah. everything I say is meant in a sarcastic manner. Except for this. Even that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's become kind of a problem. I no longer know if I genuinely mean things anymore. It's a serious problem. You can't be dating. I feel like I might have wrote this problem. Did <laughs> <laughs> I put on a wig and write this problem? This, oh. this is the opener. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. A, I have a serious problem. <laughs> I can't. Um, That's what a guy wants to hear when okay. he's looking for a girl to date. That's yeah. true. God, they're on Tinder. They all do. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Tinder, I'm surprised we've made it to the profile so far. It's a fucking point. Swipe. If it's Tinder, I'm surprised that a profile would be that long because usually they're like a half a sentence. Yeah. Anyway. Um, people think I'm funny when in all seriousness, I'm being mean. Uh, wow. 
Yeah, I, I've met girls like this. <laughs> I don't like them. I mean, I, I kind of like that a little, but, uh, you know. I guess it doesn't help that I laugh afterwards, so they think I'm joking. <laughs> Just laugh <laughs> maniacally because you're mean. You look like a real fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like this girl so far. I have no advice Ooh, for her. We should just be. Yeah, just there there should going. be. We should just be Ooh. hooking in <laughs> up with somebody. Yeah. Until yeah. this. Till this next sentence. I can have a twisted sense of humor. Oh, so. yes. That's a red flag. That means. Oh, that means I don't take. Like I have no sense of humor. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what, what that means. If you write that down, that's what that. I know we've said this before. If you write that down, that's exactly what it means. Lol. That was after. Yeah, uh, that's that's. <laughs> you're always gonna like anyone who's just under. Like fifty years old, under gonna, duress. Any, any broad's gonna write that. That, that's, that you, gotta, you gotta get used to that. That being said, I'm actually I'm actually not that cold hearted. Okay, oh, yeah. is this Andy's profile? <laughs> uh, I would never say that. Lol. I would never say I'm not that cold hearted. I've spoken many times of how dead I am inside. <laughs> All right, pal. I would never admit. You'd that. also never so say this lol. So this is confirmation. I did not yeah. write this in some kind okay. of sleepy haze. Animals tug on whatever couple of heartstrings I have left. She's into mm. the bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm known to get teary-eyed when there's stories. Good or bad about dogs, especially. Mm. I cry when reading sad stories, watching sad movies or commercials. And, well, maybe I do have a heart and maybe I get slightly emotional. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's like (laughs) you're a girl, but I've noticed that uh, guys write profiles for guys and girls write profiles for girls. So a guy will just be like, I really like to fuck. And then a girl will be like, I love dogs. And yeah. it's like, no, it, you need to change it. <laughs> just you, switch those, the guy yeah. needs to be like, I like dogs. It's and the girls need to be like, the I like to fuck. Just signing up and making a profile on these things, is, it just immediately taps into that like that weird psyche where it's like, oh, this is an opportunity to just talk about myself. Like, hey, this is why I'm yeah. so And that's great. why I've listened to Richard's advice. So my profile says, I really like to fuck women <laughs> and then it's about them not dogs <laughs> yeah yeah see it's uh no um one thing i will not get emotional about is bugs uh, bugs i turn bugs? terminator bugs? I, I turn terminator on those damn creatures from hell oh, she there's, might be a big starship troopers <laughs> there's nothing faster or louder than me when i see a spider that needs to get squished so gross these are the things that guys are looking for when yeah they're, this, dating. they're like can a fair, girl I, I would say keep in the spiders keeping the bugs thing you a lot can of have this a man just feel useful like, a lot of this just sounds like every woman you've ever met they, they, yes. they cry about dogs or whatever, and they're scared of spiders. Okay, this and they is, think they're funny. Every girl, she's, ever. she's not. You could have just wrote, "I am a woman." I would have already assumed both uh, of those things. <laughs> dark. Uh, Moving on. Yeah, that's, 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 it. that's very dark. It's Andy. all super so shallow. Dark. Oh my god! <laughs> Internet dating is so shallow. We really are just like, oh yeah, okay, you kill spiders. That's fine. What do you look like, and do you take <laughs> care of yourself? What does that mean? Well, that's if what you, these, that's you what, can that's, be, that's what these dating does that mean? Are really do, you, do you masturbate? No. Do you take oh, care of no. yourself? Yeah. If you don't masturbate, pff, get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing? So that, so that, you're, a that ticket, a, you're a ticking time if bomb. If you lady, can't do yourself, here. nobody can help you. Is that? Is, you is can't that, do yourself. Why should I do you? <laughs> get out of here. Is that what you write on your profile? If you don't no, masturbate, I write it for girls. I love puppies and cats and rainbows. <laughs> 
this is actually this is probably the smartest thing I've ever heard. Of yeah, so, way, so I guess yeah. I kind of want to know what your dating advice is for guys then, because you see, you seem to have guys? a lot of it. Like I've heard what you've said already. Every but. girl knows that you like to fuck. Don't talk about fucking. <laughs> this is sounds like good advice. It's great, great advice. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Don't talk about <laughs> fucking and take care of yourself first. And uh, because everybody, everybody is as shallow as you are, you don't need to write much. It, it, nobody cares about what you have to say. What do you mean they take care, care about, of yourself? Take care of yourself. Uh, get outside, exercise. Uh, this has become a little too self-helpy healthy for me. lifestyle <laughs> in your own way. <laughs> well, I want to hear what Richard has to say. Make it, make it funny, though. Take, no, no. Yeah, and also make it funny. This is uh, already funny to me. Uh, take care of yourself and show that you can take care of yourself. So you're just saying to be thin. No. I, you think that taking care of <laughs> yourself talking about pumping weights. Thin? Haven't you ever I'm seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, movie? Getting hard, on, man. Right here. So you just um, you just need to be you just need to be okay. ripped. Hon honest question. You, you can't just you show that you're to, depressed you, and shit. You don't need to be ripped. You just have to convince them that you are. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right. You have Take to a picture from the top down. down. You have to present yourself as if you're being ripped. Sometimes I'll take uh, are ripped. some pictures from showgirls and yeah. I'll uh, Photoshop them onto my breasts so that women think I have ripped <laughs> breasts. Classic move. Yeah. To um, do people put. Uh, Butthole pics. Their <laughs> dating profiles. Their dating profiles. I think what you're. I think what you're asking about is Grinder. You're thinking. Oh, okay. Grinder. Is that what that is? Well, look is it up. Grindr? Look it up, people. It's like the gay Tinder. Ah. Yeah, like for gay, for gay, for yeah. it, but for gay dudes well, specifically, I think, isn't it? Is funny. I thought yes, I thought Grinder was first. No, Grinder's just for gay dudes. That's I don't know. Right. I don't that's know. That's a what perfect name. Yeah, but but yeah. perfect. Like, grind but, but isn't uh -huh. it? How else are you gonna do it? Awesome. It's a great name. Perfect. Perfect branding because it's hilarious. Grinder. Lots of magnum. Hey, gay people have a sense of humor sometimes. So isn't isn't Grinder more like you like it tells you there's like hey there's a there's a gay dude like fifty feet well, from you Tinder so kind of, <laughs> Tinder kind of does that so it comes with gaydar literal gaydar they don't even, all around me yeah they don't even have the app installed it's like yeah that guy's gay like no. you better you can go you can go have sex with him <laughs> um, yeah I think I think this chick's kind of nailed it you know she's she thinks that she's funny so it's like are you dating you this know, girl now you know no <laughs> have you reached out to her. Listen, I'm a classy. Have dude. you reached would... out to this person? No, 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 no. Why? Because no. she's because she, she's she fat and because she, she's not. No, 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 no. Because yeah, she probably only weighs like 120 fat, pounds. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Can I get um, a number? I would. <laughs> uh, she thinks that she's funny, so that's a great. That's that's a great thing. So you funny. know you can trick her. You know <laughs> into mm -hmm. what? Thinking she's funny. <laughs> well, you you've been watching Showgirls. It's a gullible I, I, person. I understand this advice. Yeah, my whole life has changed since I've seen Showgirls. <laughs> I've really been able to align my the interests. The way I talk to women, completely everything changed. is about just. Uh, yeah, and you know she wants you to kill spiders for her. You know, a real traditional woman. Yeah. I've got basically no no way to improve this. What about you? Uh, Can a real man help her? Karen, double oh seven. First off, I noticed that you're staying away from the picture thing. As it's we, an, audio it's an audio program. Format. No, no, <laughs> I don't have a way to sell to that. Show it. I'm just asking you to say if she's attractive or not. Oh, I, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Here, you, you, you look. Okay, I'm looking. Okay. <laughs> He's all excited. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm. Okay, let's okay, see this. Don't whip this around. This is kind of yeah. This is kind of connected to everything. No, she needs to go to the gym. <laughs> let's see. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, gross. <laughs> was, for the record, Brayden's was way worse than mine. <laughs> so, I don't know. Less about the puppy dog chat and more about 
hitting lose, the gym. Losing weight, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the seems to be the takeaway. Well, it's I, not sugarcoated here. I have I have noticed a lot of a lot of women on there being like, oh yeah, you know, I love going to the gym and like like they list off a lot and of. And it's so obviously things. not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is pretty she funny. Needs, to ride. My advice to her is that she needs to be less transparent about her lies and selling her stuff. Like, oh, I have a great sense of humor. Like, yeah, we, just be like, I love fries. By the end of by the end of it, you're already like, or by the beginning. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't take anything seriously. I just make fun of everything, and then like two sentences later, yeah, maybe I do have. It's like nah, you're not, you're, you're not lying. You're not lying well enough. You need to learn to lie better. You need to to sell yourself, yeah. to sell the lies that you want to get. Yeah, if you're out gonna there, be a double O better. agent, you better yeah. learn how to lie better. Gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. People, people are complicated. These things are all understood by other people that you're gonna be complicated, and you're never one just one set thing from one moment to the next. People care about on online dating. What do you look like? And if you're not super attractive, just, uh, you know, pitch within your league or like bat within your league. You need to girls. If you're not super attractive, you want to up your likes. You want to up the amount of guys that are going for you. Just take my advice, write a profile <laughs> for a guy. You like, you like blow jobs. Face fucking is one of your hobbies. Shit like that. And you will be with a man <laughs> well, I, I, in no I, time. I think I, <laughs> Oh I think we've said this before. And if that doesn't work, just go to the bar, stay till closing time, put on some high heels and makeup, and you'll go home with a guy. Yeah. Well, I guess we can cancel this segment. We'll just refer everyone to this episode for yeah. uh, the, the definitive real move. The, the definitive dating advice: be more attractive. <laughs> Great. Be more attractive, yeah. and you or can. Or closing time at the bar if you can't yeah, do that. Yeah. Be, <laughs> closing time at the bar. Be more attractive, and you can do anything Wait. to me. Great. Ultimate advice. <laughs> Like, just write that down. Everybody just come back, come back down to this episode and you'll yeah, figure out all you need to know. You're saying this shaking your head and laughing. Spot on. I'm just nodding. That's your, that's, yeah. you that's your exact thing to me. <laughs> that's your exact <laughs> advice. <laughs> okay, so, so thanks for that great advice, what Richard. Sh- what about you, Brayden? What she should do, if she has 007 in her name and she thinks she's so funny, she should put a picture of Natalia from the Goldeneye video game <laughs> as her... The, avid, like the, the blocky polygon. The, the video game head. specifically, yeah, not yeah. the character. Not, the not, even like the the pic- from- not even the picture of her on the cover. Or, or Je- a picture no, of just her from the polygon. The yeah, the, a screenshot. A screenshot, <laughs> a screenshot of, of, of her from the movie. Yeah, yeah, screenshot from the game. See if yeah. anyone gets it. That'd be awesome. Okay, I agree with that. My advice is just put on a bullet. So, you know, bullets always seem to stand out in, in text. Like, you get a big. Bullet? Yeah, like a bulleted Are you list. You know, to, you, oh, bullet I thought list? you were telling her to, like, oh, just, just, yeah, just fucking like, eat a bullet. Just, I thought it was just, like, put up a <laughs> picture of I a bullet. You were saying. <laughs> I think we've already given that advice. Um, no, you know, bulleted, bulleted <laughs> lists. You know, you have the, the dots what and do they you stand see on out. This list? So, and because the bullets stand out and you just need to put. Is this bullet- what you do at your consulting job? And you're like, look, lady, I know how to sell something. You needed bullet lists. That's what all these people want. And they never do it. You keep you keep telling them you need to use bulleted lists on the internet because people are stupid and it's they actually, don't read huge I, I paragraphs. Will, I will admit, this is not, this not and, the worst point. And then were. people right. come back and I they don't use this. them. And it, and you know, so uh, I don't know. I guess that, that is what I do at my consulting job, and people still can't get that simple advice. Um, no, you need to have a bullet, and the one bullet just says, uh, I watch The Office over and over again. <laughs> okay, I'm, now I can message you with some Office quote, and uh, well, yeah. you know we've hit it off. Now I know what to say. And, and if that doesn't work, just choke on the bullet. Oh, I was just going to say how uh, Andrew clearly wants in a woman just a bro, a bro with uh, 
a vagina. And I would be like totally up for a girl that's like, yeah, I don't even watch television, but I love to fuck. And I'd be like, oh, well, that's something we have in common. So what do you do when you want to watch television? I just go watch TV and she can go do the dishes or something. (laughs) (laughs) So have you had many relationships like this? Uh, Where you just have nothing in common. Perfect relationships? No. (laughs) (laughs) you You just have nothing in common except sex? That's all I need. So, so that's a yes, then? That's the ultimate thing I could have in common. I don't have to have stuff is in that, common. Is, is this like a past tense, though? Is this a yes? Have I had a relationship where the yeah, most of my relationships have been unified over sex, but then other, everything else falls into place, like what do you watching mean? TV and stuff. They, they'll just watch TV, whatever you want to watch. This is just every young relationship, by the way, that you're describing. Uh, <laughs> just hanging every out. Young? Doing every early relationship. Is I'm yeah, I know. Oh. To me, the like, there, there really are certain <laughs> things that are not deal breakers, and, and taste in entertainment is not one of them. Not like uh, thinning oh. hair. That's a fucking. I mean, deal like if they're not, if if they're not, yeah, dude. if they're not interested, <laughs> a lot you can excuse. But one uh, check going bald, it's like <laughs> little yeah. too. Look, ladies, this wigs are great. Just, just be just, bald. Just gonna fucking close this segment entirely. This is just all the advice moving forward yeah. for any going. Don't like, be bald. Uh, no, you gotta like, be bald. Look, just go out there in the public. Some some weirdo guy will find you attractive. There's yeah. a guy. The only it's, it's just thinning hair. Just can't. I'm not just talking about bald. I'm talking about like that's like you're kind of balding. Mm. Are there many women that are balding? No, yeah. that, that's uh, my yeah, point. Yeah, it's First a thing, off, man. women don't need dating advice. Women are hit on constantly. That's essentially unwanted. what I'm saying. Dating advice should be for men, <laughs> uh, not for women. Women just show up. Look, women are, funnier to, women are funnier to make fun of. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's easier if you wanted to do the easy yeah, Well, funny. they can't defend themselves. <laughs> guys arms just, are so Guys weak. will just go kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so that's statistically uh-huh. proven. So... If you're thinning, you should just shave your head. Is what yeah, you're wear wigs. Or should you just shave your head and wear wigs? So hot. What do they you guys so think? I got I got two wigs. squinty eyes from. I'll this just side revert of the table. back to your bullet advice. Whatever you're I, trying to say, the shoot, shoot yourself shoot, in the head. Yeah. <laughs> if your hair is thin, I got something I can't get out of my head. I got to ask. Okay, you know yeah. how um, there's people who have a fetish where like they have to chop parts of their body off. Yeah. Um, yeah. You keep saying bullet. I keep wondering: Is there? Do are there people who just shoot? Shoot themselves, like I'm sure. Take a gun and just Masochism. shoot a part of their body, Have and they you just not been love on the it. internet. There's like people <laughs> just like thing? just fucking like sewing up their vaginas <laughs> and sticking needle- needles through their tits. <laughs> oh Have you not so seen people stuff? who just like shoot their leg, boom, right? Oh, I'm so turned on. Right I don't know if they would do that regularly because <laughs> shooting your leg hole. is fairly like there's arteries and shit. Yeah, in your leg. you can't okay. just yeah, you can't just shoot. There's definitely people that like cut themselves. There are safe ways to fuck yourself up. But yeah. shooting yourself might be a little like you're not going to be. Re- you're certainly not regularly doing that. There's you, you hit an artery, you're just dead. That's true. So, okay. Well, glad we, we have one as an expert on the shooting yourself fetish in this room Thank you. to yeah, answer the go. question. Look, uh, we're all guys. We should know something about killing. We're our, all experts. Inevitably so killing men. ourselves. <laughs> the old uh, owner of my old gym that closed down. I heard he used to be like quite a gangster, and he used to. When he when people didn't give him his money, he he beat them up, and then he grabbed their fat like from their stomach, and he'd shoot it. Oh, he'd like what? pick a gun That's and shoot intense. through it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Go to my gym. <laughs> what the hell? I don't think he did that later in life as a gym owner, but Wait, yeah. <laughs> but it definitely hurt him down the path. He collected. Yeah, oh he oh, yeah, give him, yeah, he grabbed their stomach fat and shoot it. That's crazy. <laughs> I like it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is, I, I've never heard of that. I've never that's, thought of, yeah, uh, that. Is a he's con- doing that's a, a favor. That's a new concept to me. Okay, and so... Thanks for your advice, guys, on the yep. dating profile. Uh, so I got some. Uh, I got somebody who's written in here who needs who needs some actual advice, some situational advice. Mm-hmm. I moved to Las um, Vegas and <laughs> no, <laughs> gotta sell it. Yeah, sometime. and I gotta yeah. gotta get 
uh, employed at the goddess. Uh, what should I do? <laughs> well, you're going to have to freak out on everybody over nothing. Push someone down the stairs. <laughs> Pull out, yeah, push them. Get some brown rice and vegetables yeah, and a bottle to, of Vivian. As is with most <laughs> other things, showgirls could just be your guide for any situation. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so this is uh, Ash, Ashlyn. Uh, my boyfriend won over my parents. Mm-hmm. But I haven't won over his parents. parents yet. I got his mom, but not his dad. So, um, is it a gay? Sorry. No, no, no. no okay. Girl, girl, boy. Is it gay? Okay. Well, no, I don't know. It changes my life. <laughs> no, this is great terminology. It's true. Uh, yeah, my parents are fine with it. You know, they're fine with my boyfriend. My my boyfriend passed the dad test with flying colors. I don't have anything to hide. You know, I does he wear a fanny pack? Or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just yeah. talk about baseball. Wear yeah, a just, fanny pack. You're in. This is very strange for a dad not to accept. The woman. Well, we'll get there. So she says, I'd probably attribute the fact that they like me to the, the, you know, my mom's a sex educator and my dad's a nurse, but, you know, his parents are a little different. So, um, you know, yeah, I've gained his mom's trust. Uh, His dad, however, gives me the major side eye. And my boyfriend Mm -hmm. even told me I need to try harder with his dad. What? Um, That sounds weird. Is she fat? Just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> every everyone, I think we've asked that. It's a prerequisite question. <laughs> how, exact- how fat is this? It's problem? important. Yeah. How exactly does one beat the dad test? Cleavage. I was just well, about to ask- say she's probably not showing enough cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Boom. Done. Next. Sorted. Next. Well, as the only dad in the room, Richard, is that something what? you? Would- oh, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be a dad. So I, I will be a dad soon. No, I mean uh, you. I mean, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted at the whole concept. She said something or did something that the dad doesn't like her. There's some other underlying thing. And until you know that, you only got the cleavage on. By the way, spot on, 100%. (laughs) Now that that you guys have said that your dads, there are some people rallying to get your kids taken away from you for being on this show. (laughs) That's great. That's right. Bring them on. Bring it. They're unfit to be dads based on the things they say. I'm a better dad than they are. Got to buy a gun. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, so she's either she's either uh, not showing off the goods, not showing yeah. off enough goods, or she's so <laughs> smoking hot that the dad's just jealous. It's just compared to his shitty wife. Yes. So <laughs> right, that fair. is not advice. Oh, uh, <laughs> those are just statements. Show, show more cleavage. Well, you already said the advice. Yeah. Or uh, you got to bang his dad. Keep on keeping on. It'll be fine. Yeah, you got to bang. You got to bang the dad. Well, yeah, you got to bang the dad. And then. You take a video of it and you can blackmail him and say, if you don't hey, like oh, me, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah like just a, like our gay advice. Also, so who gives a shit? Solid plan B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they must be that. young because usually you just move away from your parents and talk to yeah. them as little as possible. Leave it to no, Richard. Sure. Hey, can you give me advice on this issue? Well, why don't, you rethink, why don't you rethink that issue and not want what you're asking oh, yeah. for why, at all? Yeah. Why don't you just reimagine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just reimagine that issue. How do I pass that dad test? I'm a big well, picture listen, guy. You don't he need started, to pass the dad he test. He started with the cleavage line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not one to defend my friends, but you know, I'll defend him here. I know what's best for you. You don't even yeah. need what you think you want. Well, why doesn't he like her? That's it. She just says he doesn't like me. How do I win him over? He's giving him the giving him the side side eye. Yeah, he's just, he's <laughs> clearly attracted giving, to giving her. Giving her the side eye. Yeah. yeah. So um, I remember like somebody that, that I knew that I really shouldn't out. I remember he he was. But I'm gonna he, he, a dad that I know. Okay. And uh, he, so you're gonna right you're gonna here. out him like he's gay? No, <laughs> he's a gay dad. <laughs> gay dad. No. Uh, okay. And I I remember he, like it was this exact situation where he where he didn't like the girl. 
Like, like he didn't exactly, like his exactly this thing. He didn't like his well, his, his, his his son. He didn't like his son's girlfriend. His son's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And oh yeah, like, she's probably yeah. a bad influence. Well, I think I think he just like it didn't. That's meet, too much. Cleanish. It didn't meet what he was expecting his son to like date or, or who, who you know. Oh, I expected my son yeah, to date someone. She's who's not like, a doctor. Who's yeah. kind of like this, uh-huh. and and it wasn't it wasn't exactly. So maybe, you know, maybe that's that. So what you got to do is you got to incept into the dad's dreams and find out <laughs> who into, he is expecting. Yeah, my, yeah, my advice is ridiculous. Same, same, same advice. You're getting into his dreams, cleavage, the exact same advice. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what so, you'll find in there. Yeah. And uh, you might find a this few... Is the, you're just repeating the same thing. Well, yeah, and then you can blackmail like your fancy him with the words. fine things you find in there. You learn about his secrets. So. Okay. You know ISIS angle? So blackmail is your answer every time? Uh, no, ISIS don't like cleavage. No, I can't, I can't pair it. those two. Well, they secretly together. like it. Yeah, they like it too much where they're like, oh, I gotta keep this over. <laughs> it, it drives us crazy. <laughs> uh, Richard, did you have some more uh, dating, dating just advice? Just dating advice along, in general. Along no, the way? but there is something I brought in that I wanted to just discuss with the listeners. Uh, and that what? is. Uh-oh. Well, I guess it's, it's a one-sided can't, Yeah, that's not a discussion. I'm, I got my own segment, guys. I'm just saying, no. Oh, sorry. I guess I could stop. No, I don't stop. care. I don't uh, care. <laughs> it's from Global News, which is uh, a cable news network around here. Uh, you cable. guys might oh, we just be familiar global. with it. Oh, we doxed uh, them. <laughs> and, and it's kind of... Yeah, they're going to lose their jobs if they find is, out that they're uh, on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's dating terms. So I just want to put these out there. What do you mean by dating modern terms? Dating can you, terms? Can you dating terms. And I just want to see if you guys know what they are. So uh, do you guys know what thirst trap means? <laughs> is it just a, a whore? Oh, it's somebody who gives you. You should Probably. let us try to figure it out. Um, it's somebody who will give you a blowjob because they think you'll like stay with them if they like make it easy to get. No, but I want to meet blown. her. Um, so <laughs> let's just go back a bit. Do you guys know what thirsty means? Just yeah, horny. it means I want to drink. I would assume. Yeah, Andy's got it. So uh, a thirst oh, trap is when someone posts a sexy or suggestive photo for the sole purpose of getting attention so from I was one right or more of their followers. So don't they just mean to say that? Uh, oh, so like an Instagram model. So type. social media. No, they're, they're yeah, they're just saying what a woman is. Ray says. <laughs> Ray says when someone is drawing attention to themselves, they are thirsty. Okay. Yeah. So uh, okay. what about fubbing? Do you guys know what fubbing Ooh, is? It sounds, uh, something it to sounds do with like the, the opposite of a boner. So it's like... It sounds like giving a hand job, but only with like the palms <laughs> of your hands. <laughs> fubbing. Doesn't it? Is that what it's great? Or, or like with, 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 the, with like your... Like no, no grip. Like you just... The, the, the yeah, or with <laughs> it's, it's actually... Or with it's, your calves. It's way more yeah. PG. It's phone snubbing. All right. Oh. So, <laughs> what's phone? What's snubbing? It, Not it's, anymore. It's when you're with your partner yeah. and they're paying more attention to their phone instead of their partner. Okay. It's, uh, sorry, oh, so it's like... Fubbing I, I have a question. Do we want, do we want some more? Or you yeah, want no, I have a question. Yeah, yeah, these are good. But you got to let us guess. That's Okay, so orbiting. Any idea what orbiting might be? Is oh, it just, sounds like just stalking some something a lot of women I like do. Just stalking. stalking. It's stalking. Andy's got it. When oh, your ex no, is still that. engaging with you with all of your social media after you've broken up. These uh, are very blunt. Wait, terms. so is this I'm a trivia <laughs> show? Or are you? Or are we going to get a chance to guess what we think? Just, just, I just He's spot on. Just I mean, we could let take everyone, another forty minutes. Let everyone guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. Get everyone guess. Uh, couple more. Couple Sunday more. night fever. Oh, it's like you got to go back to work Just, in the morning, so you want to get laid. You want to bang this, one more time. This yeah, one is actually an industry inside. This would be more of a really great say. dating advice. It's the, opposite, is, is this oh, like, it's the Sunday it's blues. It's the fact that. Oh, like sorry, a, do you want more time to yeah, guess? I wanna, Just say, well, it's the opposite of the Sunday blues because um, the Sunday night sex right. show. 
used to play. Oh, I love that. Yeah, with, so it's it, Martha. Yeah, it's so Martha. it does have to do with the Sunday night section. No, it doesn't. Okay. It sounds just like a song that this, a boomer would this like. one. Yeah, well, Sunday, well, Saturday, Saturday night, night fever. fever it's, yeah, I think it's based why. on that. I said it sounds like. Okay, yeah. What yeah. is it? It is very close. Uh, on Sundays, all online dating sites see an instant spike. Yeah. Sunday night fever is like home. spring fever. At the end of an uneventful weekend, singles find themselves on dating sites and dating apps. All the new singles are on there. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, yeah, this is great two, advice. Two more here, two more. Uh, let's go with, I'm just scrolling through yeah. to see what the good ones are. And uh, you know what? I don't remember these terms, but here, let's just go with this one. I don't remember this, but breadcrumbing. Oh, I think um, that's that sounds like you're like luring a child or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that actually what it is? I, I don't remember. No, no. I think it's them. I think it's when uh, you just keep someone around for you know. No, no, no. If, no, if, no, if you is... have better options and you keep like a, a worse option around, so in case you lose your yeah, better so option, keeping somebody so around. Kind of just, I already, I, I, you're you're dead wrong. What it is is when you bang, you're dead wrong. When you bang a homeless person out of pity. <laughs> Bre- you're giving them your bread. You're giving them your breadcrumbs. That's what it is. Oh yeah, the scraps. Yeah. That's horrible. I've, 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 heard, I've heard of this. Yeah. Yes. Breadcrumbing cr- bread means leading someone on. You're not that interested, but the minute they pull back, you do just enough to keep them interested. I like the homeless thing. Yeah, basic, the homeless I guess that's basically better. what I said. Okay, one more dynamite one. Uh, that was pretty let's good. See here. So, but these, so these are terms that Global made up well, to I describe have, I have things because I've never heard anyone. Says, I have. I have a question after after one more here. All right, regarding let's go that. with uh, printing. Oh, ooh. you just. Uh, it's what baby boomers can't do. It's, no, <laughs> it, it, I'll give you a hint. Uh, it is sort of like Braden's definition of breadcrumbing was luring somebody. Uh, it's almost in that same vein. And it is a, it's a social media term. It's like a tattoo on and, your genitals. And it should be called imprinting. <laughs> I, I, I don't know this one. So this term is used got- when you're on a digital fact-finding mission and accidentally leave your digital footprint on their profile. Perhaps you see you've li- perhaps they see you've liked a photo or noticed you peeked at their their sexy LinkedIn data profile. So I have I have, I have a question uh, for you. Sexy LinkedIn. I have a question for you. This is like, can do you have any insight on like the person at Global who wrote this? Like, yeah, is there anything there's a, there's like a bit like of an article about who like wrote Maria, this? So let's go back up here. This, so. Uh, it we'll just, just sounds like I, like it just sounds like the type of thing a boomer. Would, Let's, I'll, I'll just read this. Right it's, it's just a couple paragraphs. All the what, kids these what, days. The terminology you need to know about your teenage kids or something like. I mean, right, they so. just read something like fubbing or some <laughs> weird shit. Yeah, Global hey, News presents kids about the article orbiting and seven other dating phrases young people are using. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's this like we're all using printing. Uh, at this point, we've all figured out ghosting. Pop quiz. Anybody know what ghosting is? Yeah, it's yeah. just where you completely Every, stop talking. Yeah. It's when you die that's and haunt you, someone. That's where you poo, and then you look, and there's you're like, "What? Where'd it go?" And it's like, <laughs> uh, that's called a that, that's called a phantom poop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you ever had that happen? Uh, when a date vanishes after the first date or after texting over a dating app. Yeah, it, this this whole thing just screams uh. of like a, a boomer. And thing while dating had- trends come and go, and some of them can even be damaging to relationships, experts say the phrases young people are using these days aren't necessarily news. 
but adapted versions to this age of romance. Yeah, it's just, just like nothing. this is, it said nothing. Yeah, this is nothing. It's just some boomer who's Dating. just finally realizing that different generations have this. The kids have different lingo than I did back in the seventies. Exactly. Our that's lingo. what that's Whoa. what they're saying. Yeah. What? Dating is moving mobile, and everybody is using social media apps this already. Is so so companies are integrating <laughs> what people do with dating apps on social ones. The, Stop reading that. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just a boomer who's like, "Have you heard of apps? What's Have this? you heard of the app? The kids are using apps, except for none of the kids are using any of these terms no. other than I guess ghosting. ghosting. Oh, they're gonna start using fubbing. That one. I, I, lo- I love the way that they're describing ghosting. There, like, isn't ghosting just really you just stop talking to someone and you don't really like say anything ghosting? about it? Yeah, it's just, just where you suddenly stop. Anyway, yeah, did it to it's, a, it's very. It's, that's a yeah. common. Term. That's the only <laughs> common term. Ghosting. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't believe how many homeless people have breadcrumbed lately. I'm tired. Let's 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 get out and of here. And that's showgirls. Uh, and that's there's showgirls for you. Uh, uh, thanks for being on, Richie. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, thanks to anybody that checked out the live or tuned in to the person. recorded our first ever live stream. Of so the, uh, uh, stream. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody, if you guys start tuning in, we'll figure out a way to disseminate this live stream uh, so that you guys can get the URL or whatnot. You can subscribe mm-hmm. to us on, yes, on YouTube, and it'll give you a little notification. If when we yeah. go live, tap that bell. Uh, if it becomes a big thing, maybe we'll get some more equipment so you can actually hear us on the live stream. Or <laughs> no, nice. you can. Um, Can't spell disseminate to... without semen. <laughs> go is, to real, realmoviesrealmen.com to check out uh, this episode's post. Uh, you can find yeah. us on our Facebook group as well. Same thing, Real Movies, Real Men. Um, and we're on YouTube now, so uh, check it out. You do. And subscribe. So long, losers. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.